when you fight Melania, Blade of the Mikola, why doesn't she aim at your ankles? Because she has never known defeat. What do you call a tarnish with shiny skin? Varnished. <laughs> what is Tony the Tiger's favorite weapon in Elden Ring? Rafted blade great sword. <laughs> Why did Radon's best friend need a lozenge? I heard he was a little horse. <laughs> So no one said all games were gonna be this way. Backlog's a joke, a choke. Game of cards at my head. It's like you always play two years behind. When you really need a boost to heart, to health, or even your mind. No, Cal be there for you. She'll say games that are so. be there for you. We'll be there for you Hello and welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly RPG news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly RPG feedback show, and us, your bi-weekly RPG nostalgia show. I am your host, Kelly Ryan, and with me as always, my podcast partner in crime, the blad to my rainy, Mr. Matt Mason. I'm just glad to be here. Oh, keeping that pun going, I appreciate it. Um, a couple of other varnished tarnished joining us. Uh, Chris Privetier. Hi, they made me come. I I didn't have to twist your arm that bad. You still. <laughs> uh, Pascal Takaya. Uh, hi. <laughs> I have no pun or joke. Uh, and, and no wheels who ditched us to do Q and A quests tonight so that he could play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth early. Oh, I'm going to oh, him. Wheels. Wow, called him out right on that. Holy cow! I, I'm just pissed because I didn't think about it first. It's a good plan. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, well, well, plus he probably bought it digitally, and I'm beholden to UPS right now. And Chris says that you make this re- mistake every time. I know. And then you complain about it say, every this, time. This doesn't even seem like the dozenth time I've heard this. Like, oh, man, I took the day off, but I don't know when it's coming. Yeah. You well, know how you I, can assure you know when it's coming? Uh, By digital. digitally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm aware of my hubris. I just, <laughs> you know, I'm stubborn about physical forever, even when it kills me. But um, what if you could rebuy it on multiple platforms every time you want to play it? Um, isn't that an extra 70 bucks? Yeah, doesn't it sound great? Oh, it's it sounds wonderful. Yeah. I almost wish that you could buy a license once and have it on all the consoles, but that's just... No, you can't have good. that. That'd be crazy. Uh, s- right. let's go ahead and sue all the people who make emulators, too, just to be sure you can't get it that way, either. Oof. Too soon? Well, what are you, Nintendo? <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think that you'd have to p- have a pretty powerful emulator to play Elden Ring. Yeah, for, for, for Elden Ring. Well, I guess you uh, can play it on a Steam Deck. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I've had it wishlisted on Steam for a while just so that I could do a replay on the Steam Deck. And hey, maybe I might do that when uh, the DLC that was just announced comes out at some you ever point. you figure out an actual date for that? I, I wrote it down somewhere and I can't remember. Um, where did I write it down? Sometime, sometime. Yeah, no, I, I had to look it up for something and then I closed the window by accident. Um, it's, it's sometime in June this year. I know that. June 21st, Friday, June 21st, 2024. And I, I love it when backtracks have lovely coincidences like this because we've had the show planned for a couple of months now and they just happened to announce that last week um, on the two-year anniversary of the release, uh, which, which I didn't know it was. Um, it came out in February because I didn't buy it until May for myself. So uh, happy two-year anniversary. We kind of got it right on the dot. Uh, my, my like first, yeah, my, my first real Souls game, because even though I dabbled in uh, Dark Souls and Demon Souls, I didn't get very far in those. And this one, I I couldn't put it down. But it is an interesting timeline, that two and a half year DLC coming out. Yeah, you, you would think that they would have announced it a little bit sooner, but it sounds like it's going to be like half yeah, of the length like, of the original game which was pretty long depending on what you were uh, doing oh very very long that's why I, I maybe we could talk about the issue of replaying it later i mean you already said you would um i can i can i have an opinion on that too but okie dokie well i'll tell you what let's take a brief break because i have a feeling the main event's going to be a little lengthy and when we come back we'll just drive right into uh Elden ring Welcome back to RPG Backtrack, where we are talking about Elden Ring, released on February 25th, 2022. Um, almost two years to the day and some change, uh, which is good timing on our part. Um, I'm still fighting millennia. <laughs> um, it was revealed during the Xbox Games Conference at E3 2019, but um, leaked before, and it hadn't been in development since 2017. And I think it was during the leaks when it was said that uh, George R. R. Martin was tied to this. And I, I know that 2019 was when Game of Thrones ended, so we had kind of lost lost a little bit of faith in George R. R. Martin at that point. Well, he didn't so, write the end of that show, so... Oh, no, but it came from his notes. <laughs> Some of us didn't watch the show, so no faith was lost for me. Uh, at the time, I didn't think it was the ending was that bad, but then I kind of ruminated on it, and I was like, yeah, that was kind of pretty bad, but whatever. I'm, I'm an anime fan. I'm kind of used to adaptation sucking. So um, anyway... Uh, that, that was just the announcement of the game. It was widely anticipated, but no further material was released until a trailer was shown in June 2021. And then people lost their minds thinking that it was going to be like the best game ever. I, I don't know if you guys remember the hype or not. I, I, I recall some things, but not from the announcement so much. I mean, <laughs> that persisted through the release. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, th then the game comes out and... 
I keep hearing about it being amazing. And my, my track record with Souls games is not very good because I'm I'm terrible at Souls games. Um, what what about you guys? Yeah, Chris, I'm surprised to hear that you've played and beaten it. Is it why? Well, I just never really hear you discuss Souls games. Oh, um, oh yeah, they come and go on the podcast all the time. Usually, I'm really bad at them. Um, Elden Ring is one that I uh, started watching um, the Djibouti show on Twitch. They were playing through it and they were having a lot of fun with it and they get they make some games that they play really fun to watch and I said, you know, I want to play this myself. I really like the atmosphere and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do the Souls thing and it's open world and I can level up more than I feel like I can in normal Souls games and grind for Souls. And so I did and then I empowered myself with the, the, the insight from rage gaming videos so this this is what i do for souls games by the way is it's all social media consumption about how to make the game easier or learn how to play it and so i fueled with my youtube tips and my twitch inspiration i tackled elden ring and emerged much later <laughs> um a an elden simp where where i i took uh I, I said hey witch lady i'll be your guy and uh we went to the moon together um, so my journey ended up being that um, I, I listened to a podcast called Video Game Apocalypse. Um, they're, they're really good. It's the podcast that I kind of aspire us to be in a way. Um, that, I, that I steal from their question of the week quite a bit. <laughs> but but anyway, um, so, so they were talking about it a lot. And one of the guy, guys on there, Chris Antista, just was in love with the game. And he's not a Souls guy. And he, he said that part of it was that it um, it was the most accessible, accessible Souls game that he had played. And that he really enjoyed the open worldness of it and how, unlike other Souls games, if you hit a brick wall, you can just go somewhere else. And that kind of intrigued me. And then, Chris, I know that you were talking about it a little bit. And you, the way you were talking about it was giving me kind of Breath of the Wild vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, though more of an, an adult Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because there's lots of things to explore and caves where crazy stuff is going on and um, you know, you walk into certain caves and they're just death traps and you're like, well, I didn't expect that, but, uh, I'm sure I got what I deserved. Yeah. So what, what I ended up doing was for my birthday that year, my mom got me, had just got me a $50 Amazon card. So that's what I bought with it was, uh, Elden Ring. And while I was in, in that time between the game, uh, buying the game and shipping it, I pulled, pulled up some videos where it was like Elden Ring easy mode or Elden Ring for beginners and saw that if you roll a mage, I can't remember the exact the exact same name of the class, but it's the mage that has the arcane spells. Um, um, but but uh, you can get... I, uh, or, I don't know. I'm, I just know that was a class. I don't know if that's the one. Yeah. Um, the, the one with the little blue pebbles that you shoot. But this video was saying that, you know, you can get some pretty powerful weapons for that particular character, for that particular class that scale with your level. And you can kind of steamroll the first half of the game. And then once you basically learn playing mage that way, by the time stuff gets, gets difficult, you're already open even more OP than you were before. And that kind of intrigued me. So that's what I ended up rolling. And that little guide was absolutely right because um, you, you could go from Wimgrave to whatever the 
kind of fiery area is and pick up this one staff that scales. And I mean, you're not necessarily steamrolling bosses, but you're not doing too bad of damage either. And because you're a caster and you can kind of st stay away and pick things off from the far, I ended up really clicking with that particular build. Now, by the time I finished the game, I was pretty much a glass cannon. And I had to summon summon um, players for like the last two bosses. Yeah, the very and, last fight would have been real hard for you, I would have thought. Yeah, it was it was pretty hard. I, I tried to do it, but by that point, I was getting kind of tired. And the Elden Beast in particular just had way too many screen nukes. And it was like, nope, I, I've got to summon. But finishing the Souls game, having it be my first Souls game, I felt really proud of myself that I had uh, basically kind of beat it. Yeah. Um, no, not a hell of a long game, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, I think I played it like the entire month of June and into July, because I remember it was around July 4th that I think I finally finished. It wrote world yeah. credits on it, mainly because I was just kind of ready to be done with the game. I, I had uncovered pretty much all of the map, and unless I was going to go and do catacombs and stuff, there really was, wasn't that much else to do. And I, I had already kind of put as much int as I could into my character, and there wasn't really much more stats to mess with. So, But uh, I had so much fun with this game, even though some areas in the game were making me tear my hair out. Yeah, my turn. Oh, out of curiosity, what did you guys play play it on? PS5. Yeah, I also did PS5. I, I did PS5 as well. See, Chris, for some reason, I thought you did. You said you did PC, but I might have just missed. I wanted to do it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was the first game for the PS5 I had, but it was kind of like the first one I really devoted time to. Everything else kind of got shelved for. I don't. I, mine was probably even longer than like a month or a month and a half. I think uh, in terms of out, I didn't like reinstall the game to check, but I think in terms of hours, my timer was at somewhere um, between like 170 to 180 hours, maybe. Mm -hmm. Seems to be what I recall. So yeah, and I, I I ended up with the I did the platinum, so I you know I really I I got nice. what I wanted and more <laughs> at some point. Oh yeah, uh, don't don't congratulate me too much on that because I mean some of that shit at the end was basically what does the internet say I need to do? I mean it was it certainly isn't like my persistence paid off or anything like that. <laughs> not not with this game. I'm like Kelly. I'm well actually I don't know if Chris said you were summoning, but I'm definitely like that. I have to summon. Oh, I definitely summoned. Um, I and it would change like depending on the fight i'm doing and whether or not people would respond respond because there were times there um and i don't know if they've made this any better but the summon system um which by the way the so this system like other dark souls lets you summon people to help um but it was real glitchy whether or not it would succeed um especially early on um and you would just you would just sit there and say summoning 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 and say connecting 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 and then nothing happens and summoning 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 connecting 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 and they show up and then they disappear <laughs> Yeah, and then you was... wanted a party of like two or three people, and like you'd get one, then you get a second one, and then they both leave you because you took too long waiting for the third one, and they just want to start. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, great. 
but yeah, I totally used it, um, especially for some of the later boss fights. Well, actually, I had to do the last boss solo just because the summoning was so broken. And so I just had to keep doing it over and over until I figured it out. Um, well, excuse me, not figured it out because I was sure as hell looking up strategies. But um, I had to do it over and over until I was good enough to pull it off. Now, you, you mostly did melee build, didn't you? Um, I was doing faith builds, so melee and fire. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, and, um, and I was trying to cheese things wherever I could, as long as it was like, uh, it was on the console, so I wasn't doing like any cheat engine shenanigans or anything, but I was, um, any sort of way to farm runes and, and level up more, like I was all for it. So, um, early on, uh, you couldn't do that so much, but there were, you know, I learned how to get to some more advanced areas early in the game let's see what was i doing for a while oh right oh for a while it was um wait for this giant boulder to fall from the sky and have it roll over these people to get you tons of runes or something like that and um and then go back to the the campfire and do it again so i was doing that for a while then later it was go farm these little little um chibi guys on a hill um chibi guys the albanorix uh, they're little like I don't know oil goblin type guys. I don't know how to describe them. I'm and, also trying uh, to figure out where there was a boulder that was oh yeah out of this guy. Yeah, it was over on the eastern side of the map. Um, hmm. It was uh, not too far from one of those erd trees, but um, the 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 underground area near Moog's lair is where the Albanorix were. Um, pain in the butt to get there. Oh right, that was the thing. Um, in addition to fighting the Albanorix, you could instead also there, that was near a thing where you could um, kill this bird from the top of a cliff, and the bird could never get to you. So you just you whack it with an arrow, and it start running towards you, and get to the other cliff, and it would just go. Aah! and fall to its death and then you get like 20,000 runes it's like all right cool let's do it again (laughs) so stuff like that to level up a bunch and leveling gets you far it doesn't get you everything um but you know and then then finding like where can i get good upgrade items where can i get good equipment and just building up and building up and grinding and grinding and then just getting to the point where I felt more comfortable exploring and then I could go and explore and do stuff on my own. And, and then eventually I was like, all right, cool. I feel good. I'm going to go finish this game. And it was really hard to finish it because that last boss is a pain in the butt. And then after the last boss, there's the last boss. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh darn it. And then, uh, yeah, it was done. Um, you gotta admit that that Elden beast is one of the prettiest things to ever wipe the floor with you that yeah. I've ever seen in a video game. It's like if free Willy had a boss fight, right? <laughs> and free Willy was like a starry blob with star tentacles. <laughs> yeah. It was so pretty to look at as I got my shit pushed in. <laughs> <sighs> And I was sort of the opposite of you, Chris. I kind of prioritized exploring and worried about uh, building, um, like character building and stuff later. Uh, Mainly because I appreciated the fact that, that, well, one, they give you a mount at the very beginning of the game. Two, this mount can do a double jump, so you have so much mobility to just see where you can end up, um, for better and for worse. Uh, I learned very quickly that the double jump does not save you from um, falling Fall to your damage. death. Because no. uh, there was many times it's like, oh, I'm falling. I'll just do a double jump in at the last second and I'm dead. <laughs> but um, just hopping hopping on torrent and running around this this huge, beautiful landscape and seeing where I could go. I, I just I could not get enough of that. 
um, even though a lot of the times those places that I could go to were very dangerous, um, you know, my, my previous experience with an open world game like this being Breath of the Wild and learning very quick, quickly that unlike Breath of the Wild, when you see uh, random people on the road, that they are probably not your friend and going up to them, they're going to start attacking you and c- causing major damage to you. Um, but but at the same time, you know, just just running around gathering, uh, shooting shooting my pebbles at the little critters that were running around was kind of neat. Um, the the way that you come out of the tutorial area and you kind of get get that first look at Limgrave and just how massive it is. And at the time, I thought that Limgrave was going to be like the only part of the map, not realizing that there were like several other sections that that were just massive. Um, yeah. I, I didn't realize the true scope of the map until I beat the um, Godric the Grafted, which I, th- I think is either the first or second boss, major boss that you fight. Uh, the, the, as, it was as, far bef- as, as far as or, major bosses, it's the the first like legacy dungeon you're supposed to go into. Yeah, because I, I know the next major boss after that that I fought was the um, lady in the Magic Academy with the creepy children mm-hmm. that were singing. Yeah, that's um, the... The second big one, but um, and basically you're going over the people who hold who hold pieces of the Elden Ring, right? So, yeah, and, and like most Souls games, um, the game doesn't really go out of its way to tell you the story. Most of it you infer from other other characters and places and um, yeah, th- things I've, that you read. I mean, I've played a lot of Souls games and Souls likes, and uh, the story just. I know it's, you know, I know you have to do all these things if you want to get it, and I'm never interested to really bother even trying to find it. I don't That's what watch a video is anything. for on YouTube. You go watch it, yeah, and no. he makes a nice video of it. <laughs> I know that's there, but I don't even bother that's looking fine. at yeah. those either. I just, I, I feel like this, what I know, like what I pick up online through just browsing, I guess, you know, like what you can't avoid to know just doesn't interest me enough to want to seek out more. And I, and usually story is like number one on my list for any other kind of game. So, yeah. 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 For me, it is too. Um, but I, I know. Th- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, I was about to derail that thought. So finish. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, and, and what's fascinating is that the backstories of all the characters in the world is what uh, George R. R. Martin wrote. Um, they uh, mm. Miyazaki just kind of did a b- basic outline and turned uh, George and his people loose on some of the backstory and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, I. I'd just be happier if we got the winds of winter and I, I don't, I didn't really need George's involvement in Elden Ring. It made no difference to me. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I we all joked about it and I joked about it just, just today with my husband and he's, and my husband's like, yeah, he's never writing that book. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think you're right. <laughs> um, I mean, I was, plenty invested in the world just through exploration and combat and just you know everything else about it the story can the story can go leap off the same cliff that that bird falls off of apparently <laughs> so yeah, i was gonna say you said the first major boss but, but um 
is is Godric the Grafted, but you know that actually you can skip him. I did not. Well, know I don't that. know. I don't know that you well, can skip you can him. Skip like him if you want to finish once. the game, but yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like I'm, I'm assuming you have to face him to get his um his rune, but like that first dungeon is skippable, uh, at least like initially. Like you can immediately go run past it and go to the um sorry i forget the name of the the you know the continent area behind it the one where um the the magic academy is the great lakes maybe lernia does that sound about right lernia yeah sure. well, let's go with that so i thought that was i'm pulling cool. up a map right now yeah i know <laughs> get the map <laughs> Like stuff like that is is more interesting to me than the backstory of the character, I guess. At least for this game. But don't you want to know why that one egg has a hand hanging out of it? <laughs> Hell no! Is that real? Was there yeah. an egg with a? Yeah, that's that's behind Mog. You didn't go down and fight Mog, did you? Um, he's the Blood Lord. Tell me, brother of the brother. Oh of the yeah, first I did. Guy who in, the, your um, in the in the red area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, oh, okay. Now it vaguely rings a bell when you say the egg. No, I did. Um, I, I spent a that's long Mikula. time on that boss. Remember Millennia Blade of Mikola? That's Mikola's hand. Yeah, I have a story about Mikola Blade's Mikula hand later. All right. <laughs> And yeah, you were right. It is Lernia. It's spelled weird, but I'll just we'll just say Lernia. And that that fire. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I think it was Lernia, but I like it. You just they named the place with the smart people Lernia. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I hate it. I think when I played it, I also probably said Lernia. No, but but like let's let's just we've just gussied it up. It's just Lernia. It's like calling the place with the books Libraria. Mm. <laughs> and th- then that fiery place I was talking about that was to the east of Wimgrade is Kaled. called Kaled. Kaled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I not fiery. It's all rotten with fungus it. and stuff. Uh, You're thinking of the there's yeah. the there's also the 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 fire volcano with the snake. Yeah, tube. yeah. You're right. Riker Island, um, except that's not right. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it the mansion? fire mansion? Yeah, yeah. mansion. Um, I have a list of 185 locations up here. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> Let's go through them um, one by one. Volcano I... Manor, such a such a clever <laughs> name. It literally. Well, now that we've decoded Lernia, <laughs> Volcano yes. Manor fits right in. It does. It's a house yeah. near a volcano. So I almost chucked Elden Ring at the wall um, my first time playing it. Like I was, I was ready to be done with it. Um, I hated it the first night. I I got through the tutorial, um, came out into into Limgrave, all that stuff, right? I so the one one of the very few things that I couldn't escape, like knowing ahead of time, just by picking it up online, was the you know don't fuck with the tree sentinel as soon as you come out. Mm-hmm. So. I probably did try it once, but like I knew, like okay, um, I'm definitely not ready for him. Let me go in the other direction, like a little bit more southbound. So I found the lake with the is it a lake? Yeah, like with the dragon kind of cruising around, and I knew mm-hmm. that wasn't going to be for me much longer. Mm-hmm. So I ended up finding some some. I think a lot of players do this, but like at the time, I did not. Re- I thought this was like totally random in my game. I found like a, a ruined house with some enemies around and so to to kind of get away from them i took the stairs down into like this basement area and there's a um a chest in there okay cool you know get a get, a, get an early game item so this is one of the very i think there's very few teleporting chests in this game but they do exist and what 
one of them is right there, really close to the, the, the tutorial area when you emerge into the world. So like you absolutely can easily get there when you're level one or whatever you, I guess level 10 is what the, the starting level is. Um, and it transports you to Caleb immediately. Um, and I think I had, you know, so I had maybe two uh, teleport spots open at that point. And I can't remember if they disable teleport because it, it transports you to like the inside of a mine in Caleb. I think you might not be able to teleport right away. Um, but also it was my, I had played the game for 25 minutes. I did not know how anything worked. I was completely like ignorant to the fact that I could teleport. So I spent the rest of my night in Caleb dying over and over because that's like an upper level area. Mm -hmm. And it's full. It's it's the one thing that everybody hates about any like souls like games. It's the fucking poison swamp, which um, is hilarious because Miyazaki promised a poison swamp in the DLC. Mm, so it technically, it was even wasn't a poison swamp, but it was. It, it really was, wasn't it? <laughs> so. I said, like, after after trying and failing miserably and just getting immediately frustrated because, <laughs> um, because I thought I random, like, I thought the teleport was kind of a more more or less random because there's no way that that's that I'm going to get teleported as a um, like a, a, a new player into the game. Like, that's got to be a random chest or like a random teleport. And then the fact that I couldn't get out of it, I was like, I'm stuck here now. I cannot escape. I don't know where to go. I'm in, I'm in a new part of the map. Fuck this game. And I was like literally ready to ditch it. And then some people on our um, on our site Discord that had like played the game already kind of talked me off it, the edge. Yeah. Con convinced me to play it a little bit more. Well, the easy thing is just to start over. But I think if you just keep going down, you can get out of there. I mean, I was. Had, had you I, not unlocked, I teleported. I was going to say, had you not unlocked fast travel yet? Um. No, I'm, I mean, I think you don't unlock it. I think you have access to it as long as you have a site of grace. But like I said, I, it was it was either you couldn't use fast travel from inside the mine. Right. Or I just didn't realize no, you couldn't. that I you could had to leave. It. Yeah, it's yeah. part of when and they do I, traps like that, they make they disable fast travel. Oh, okay. And then and uh, and then it just I don't know I I can't explain it. It didn't cross my mind to even like look for that, right? So it wasn't until like my second session that I I don't know stumbled across it in the menu, and I was like, oh, what? Wait, I can just teleport out of here. But like I said, by then I was like kind of ready to abandon the game. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give you one last chance. And, and I mean, and then it you know turned great after that. But my first impression was not good, and I, I still can't believe that that's right outside the the tutorial area. It's open world <laughs> Dark Souls. This is what you get. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> if you stumble in the wrong place, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, because I I made a point to avoid a lot of uh, caves and indoor areas at the beginning because I kind of knew that you know th those would be traps to a degree. Um, you get your ass killed. Well, there's a dude who tries to get you to open a chest that teleports you away. Like, if you don't know it's coming, he'll just he'll say, "Hey, can you help me out?" Like, all right, cool. You open the chest and teleport. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of that, like ever. Um, I think I, I think I know which chest you're talking about, Chris. But yeah. I, he's a recurring so, character, can, and you can follow, you can come back get revenge on him. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, what's his face? Um, Wait, it's patches. Uh, yeah, patches. Yeah, your first encounter with him, he he tricks you to teleport away. Oh, I, I did do that. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. 
And then I, I came back and tried to kill him, and then he begs for mercy. Yeah, you keep him alive, and he'll keep showing up later and later. Uh, and then a patch came out. They added him in another location. I don't know whatever happened to all that. Mm. I, I, my, I was my, by that point. My, my favorite thing about patches is when you uh, fight Star Scourge, and you've encountered him before then. He'll show up in the fight and then immediately yep. dope out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's another um, teleport somehow that that um, takes you like like right to the very like north of the map um, to the the capital city Lane Lane Dale um, and like outside the gates where you you can't do anything there uh, like you kick it in you just you can see it and kind of take a peek and then you kind of have to fast travel out of there um, and I just don't like, I don't get that in a that, that makes more sense to me in a in a linear game or like you know any other souls game but for open world I I want to explore where I'm at and for you to just like throw me into the far reach of the map and then I can't even do anything there <laughs> then it, it kind of it it sours a little bit like that reveal when you get to it later and like oh yeah I was here already, and it was. Not, oh, how you found that it, one? You, mm-hmm. um, if it really, it, maybe <laughs> you that was another and I just <laughs> yeah, I stumbled on it. But it's like uh, I, I saw this area, and I couldn't do anything here, so it wasn't like even a good time that I had. So I would rather just not have those be in the game at all. And for me, because I kind of became obsessed with upgrading my weapons, I had hit that point where you needed to kind of progress in the game to get the better materials to upgrade your weapons. And I I was convinced that I could get um, certain places like the, the big city just by just going there, not realizing that, you know, you had to do certain events to, to get there. So I, I would end up like trying to go certain places I don't know via the long way around and then either get stuck or encounter something that was way over leveled for me and it would just completely push my shit in. And then at some point, while I was just running around exploring, I ended up into the huge underground area, which at the oh, time I didn't. Yeah, at the time this I didn't. The whole know that the chapter other... in and of itself. Yeah. Well, there's multiple yeah. areas of the underground. It's great. This is yeah. so much. Oh, it's, it's the best, best thing ever. Your first time going. To... Sorry, Kelly, this is your story, but yeah. No, no, no. I mean, you, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. It was like, okay, well, I'm at the end of this cave and there's this huge elevator and I'm going down and down. And what the hell? The world <laughs> map just changed. Surprise! More map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I just start running around under here, and not only is it this, like, second map, but there's minotaurs down here, and it's got its own skybox, and and everything is all pretty, but everything is also really difficult, and I'm dying a lot trying to get from point A to B in this. (laughs) But, um, oh, God. I entered in a different part um i don't it was it was tough but i wonder if maybe you went to an even higher leveled area i um i was running through like an above ground forest that was like one of those that has the giant bears in it and i did not want to mess with them so i literally just ran through the forest like as fast as i could and i there was like a little um like a structure in the middle of the forest like just a um like a little round circular building. Um, and I went in and, oh, it was an elevator. And that's all it, just a single elevator going down. I'm like, what the hell? And oh, down wow. I go. And then the walls open up. And I think the elevator ride takes 
something like, I don't know, a minute and a half. <laughs> um, and you can see from miles into the distance underground. And it was just like, I think throughout in the whole game, full, full stop, that is the best reveal of any area. Yeah, because I had no idea that that even existed. Yeah. Uh, the only other time that I've, I've felt kind of in awe like that in an open world game is recently in Tears of the Kingdom when you had the entire underground to explore there. And e- even then, that wasn't nearly as impressive as what this was. And then you get to the first boss down there, and it's a big floating spirit deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, for- I forgot about that and also the giant lizard king boss. Yeah. And then you keep pushing down there, and it's evil space dragonfly from hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's a there's a city down there that that you can go in and explore. It looks like ancient Greece parts of it, or ancient Rome maybe, or something. There's I mean, a really uh, big statue of a dude like on a toilet. I mean, on a throne, <laughs> dude. Uh, I could play a whole game just set in the underground to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah and i i also didn't realize that um a lot of that underground stuff is really well one a lot of it doesn't open up until you defeat the star scourge boss um because then a meteor comes crashing down in that forest area that you were talking about pascal and then two all of that is kind of tied into rainy's side quest which was a side quest, one of the few side quests that I made a point to seek out to do because um, I I liked Rainy as a character and I wanted to find out more about her story and mm. Blad the Simmons. Yeah. Well, she was cute. Blythe. That's Blythe. right. Blythe. Um, you, didn't like the the, right. you didn't correct me at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. It took me a while to remember. <laughs> I yeah there's there's weird werewolf dude you didn't look you didn't you didn't fall in with werewolf dude did you pascal no i he i did he had slipped my mind until you just just now mentioned him yeah it doesn't go anywhere great with him eventually have to beat him up it makes me sad (laughs) beat him up okay isn't that how all souls seems like it right you can't just be friends with people well except ronnie (laughs) because um I, i was also reading that you had to beat up the uh jar friend at some point and i never did that side quest i didn't do it uh, i don't know if there's another another ending for that one yeah i don't i think it's i mean it's definitely optional but yeah i remember doing that <laughs> you, you beat up jar boy i even um killed the little jars in the little oh. jar village but but i i don't cool. know how i did it no because <laughs> i wanted to take it back so bad but not in a FromSoft game Everything is completely perma-saved as soon as you do it. <laughs> and and well, then none of them will ever talk to you again. Well, I know if I ever do a replay, I am going to try and not kill the Jar family because those jars are adorable, unless they have good loot. Is that why you killed them? They had good loot? I, not the, I don't know if the little ones do, and that, I didn't mean to. I honestly <laughs> just don't, I don't remember what caused it to... <laughs> I, I would say it's an accident, but it's it's hard to kill something accidentally. So I don't know exactly if that's true. The big one, I think I killed because it was like, I, did he have something you needed for a side quest? Maybe it's yeah. possible. I'm a little vague on the details. I did. I do remember killing him and I did not like it. <laughs> I was compelled to do so to reach some objective or other. Um, but, but yeah, so, some of the side quests in this game get pretty crazy. Uh, 
the rainy one, you, you get a dull version of her that talks to you. And I'm sure many people have, have crafted replicas of that doll. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember how the rainy quest ended up turning out, though, because I'm not sure if I finished it oh, or not. I I told you. You you go to the moon with her. Oh, I didn't I don't think I went to the moon. Yeah. It's um you do a bunch of things, you get a ring, you put it on her finger, it's essentially you proposing to her, and she's like, Oh, come on, don't do that. You should you should you should leave me alone and, and decide your own destiny. And you're like, No, 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 I wanna be with you, Ronnie. And then at the end you get to choose which ending you're gonna you literally depending on which ones you've opt opened up you can choose from a list what what you're gonna do with the elden ring and then if you choose give it to ronnie you go to the moon (laughs) we don't know what that means but that's why i call it the elden simp ending you're like basically serving her your space mistress as you go travel i don't know to conquer the universe or something who knows because i think i only i only got the elden lord ending which is the default Mm mm-hmm so I, I must have hit a brick wall with that quest and then never went back to it. Yeah, no, well, there's I mean, there's little You can't do it. You can you can probably finish it, but you can also brick it and yeah, it's a real pain. I mean more like you can't do that like naturally. You have to look up a guide. There's yeah it, you're just not going to finish it any other way. Yeah, and, and that's one of my few complaints about this game is that so much of it I have to Well it's to supposed look up. to be secret endings. You're not supposed to be able to get them by default, and yet we all want them by default. <laughs> we all did it somehow. Well, I looked it up online like everybody else. I thought we were playing that we we, we didn't do that, but <laughs> no, I had to look up pretty much everything because um, because there were spots where I got pretty stuck or couldn't figure out where to go next, and it's like, oh, okay, I've got to trigger this story event to beat this boss to open up the elevator to get to the city and what have you and oh i've got to fight the fire giant i have not fought him yet and that that fire giant was pretty tough he even mounted um i i preferred mounted combat so much better to regular combat because I've, i i felt like i could give things a wide berth and just pe- pelt them with pebbles and meteors well that's because you were um a magic user yep i yep. stay 100 percent away from magic do you prefer melee builds yeah, fair to say. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all there is to it. Um, I uh, and in this game, probably, and I, is this this is accurate? I think more than like any of the other Soulsborns, like magic is so powerful that if you're not using it, you will be summoning it for uh, you know probably six of the last ten bosses. Nah, well, maybe they've patched this, but back when I was playing, you'd summon yourself. Oh yeah, the the. But yeah, the most powerful summon being the Mimic Tear. So I guess that's changed, and it wasn't even true then, depending on what you did and what your build was, whether or not your Mimic would be able to make good use of it. It, You get so weird with that stuff. So the Mimic one you could abuse, and then like the other cool one was like the Black Blade Assassin person, and that that was great too. They'd just get behind people and shiv them. I, I ended up using a lot of the um, multi-summons. Um, like like at first it was the wolves that, that I got, and then there was a bunch of skeleton... Like Skelly boys! Yeah, yeah. The skeleton oh. soldiers, which was really great for causing chaos. I, so, but then once I got that mimic tier, it's like, okay, you're Muckleway. Did you get away. the slime and then reunite it with its girlfriend? No, I did not. Oh. I should have. I didn't even mess with those summons. I meant the multiplayer, to be honest. That's oh. what I was referring to. But like, you will summon a magic user to get you through a battle. Is what I meant. I, 
um, yeah, since I didn't engage with the magic system, I couldn't even really summon any of the um, uh, whatever the the for the guardian forces that you have. I think the only ones I had access to were like so low level that they were hardly useful. Yeah, you get some pretty useless ones. Like I think one of the first ones I got was a jellyfish. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's the, uh, the jellyfish is the one you reunite with its girlfriend. Oh, later I don't, on. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, you gotta look it up online where you do that. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine. But you summon it in the graveyard, and its friend comes out, and they like swim around, and then they fade away, and yeah, it's. Do you lose the summon? No, you can still summon it. Okay. But But no, Pascal, as a a magic user, I was so thankful for those summons because they could pretty much tank things while I was uh, off in the pack trying to pelt it with magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I'm. It's going to sound at some point like I'm talking out of like both sides here but um the combat system like i barely engage with it because like i was kind of melee straight melee all the way but i um uh, like i have a a lot of admiration for it because what i saw that other players are able to like the builds other players can make and especially the magic using ones it's incredible like the amount of like uh, the amount of variety of magic users that that booted me out of one jam or another and like pretty much um we would have like a party of three melee users against a boss fail every time complete party wipe summon the right magic user and he'll one he'll he'll tank the boss completely by himself Uh, unfortunately i probably wasn't that one magic user because i i sucked pretty bad (laughs) you mentioned you mentioned one of them um i forget the name now the mog 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 yeah yeah i mean i i dozens of times probably wipe the floor with like the entire party one magic user comes in battles over (laughs) in, in moments yeah that's doable I, I wish I had that skill and that knowledge of how to do that. I don't. I don't have the patience. It's just a matter of knowing level. his attacks and being able to either be pumped up so you're so strong that you can one-shot him or just oh, I'm do things about, and like, stay to, out of the way. I mean, to build a magic user of that caliber. Like, I Look wish it I could, up online! I, I know. <laughs> I keep telling you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't have the I don't have the patience or the, the desire to want to Nobody spend that Nobody likes to watch YouTube videos of builds, apparently. But um, it's great I mean, that you can do it. There is a Kamehameha build, or at least there was for magic users, where you would just do this giant beam of magic that would fill up the whole screen and just one-shot bosses. But yeah, I set up, but it was crazy. Th- that's what I was striving towards, and I think I almost had it, but then I went and tested it on a stone giant and got them down to a sliver of health and had no magic points, and then it just k- kicked me across the map after that. Yeah, and that's that's who killed uh, Moog in my in my playthrough as well. I I've not heard of him referred to that, but that's that is the perfect description. Kamehameha. <laughs> I I mean, it is like literally a, ma- a yeah. massive laser beam. So you don't know. don't feel yeah. bad about it. That's like a build people figured out and then copy pasted across the internet. So that person probably didn't figure out how to do it themselves anyway. Yeah. No, I mean I'm and and even on the melee side, like um just I think this was near the end of my playthrough when I started just kind of looking at what strategies other people were using to get past stuff i didn't copy it or anything because again i don't have that patience uh and it would probably require like a brand new character anyway um 
but just the like the versatility of what you can build in that game is really impressive there's so many hidden optional items that um you know if you if you know what they are and you know which ones to equip and where to find them and when to get them then you can build your character just this specific way and basically speed run the game and it's 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 crazy the amount of strategy that uh is inherent in this because the world is so big i mean that was one of the things that impressed me about the game it was uh, f- finding that kind of be- beginner's build um that that was teaching me how you know how to stay behind and dodge and uh know when to hit magic and when to flee and then by you know by the time that particular um, weapon setup wasn't that useful i felt like i was confident enough that i could take on bigger and better bosses and yeah even though some bosses i i really struggled with um i I, i'm looking at you lava lord so that that was a completely different strategy uh, is that who we're talking about? Oh, do you mean the giant snake? Who's Lava Lord? Yeah, the giant Riker. snake. The, the snake. Oh, that was the, fun. Um, did you did you guys beat that one the in, the intended way or not? I use the intended way. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I thought gimmick. it was great. Yeah. yeah. Did you not? No, I use the intended okay. way too. I was. I just... know people who haven't, and it's like much harder mm. for them. <laughs> Right. It, it was just a little bit frustrating. So the intended because... way being there's like this giant lance near you that you're supposed to pick up and you can use and it has super range and you feel like a total badass and it never acts like that after that fight again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it is it is fun that it's in there. Every now and then I like a, a good gimmick fight. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, don't do gimmick just... fights a lot in these Souls likes. Uh, um, Demon Souls had quite a few, I think, and they're oh, not okay. not generally looked at favorably. <laughs> so oh, no. there might be a reason for that. Um, but but yeah, just being able to do that kind of basic build to teach me how to play the game and then give me the confidence to basically finish out the rest of the game using my own knowledge and skills and getting to kind of experiment with my. That's own That's what spells. I was jealous of. Yeah, <laughs> like you you didn't you didn't like watch. 20 hours of youtube videos and like grind forever like i did (laughs) no but i did resort to youtube still quite a bit when i would get stuck on a boss like like Mm, that's that snake for example (laughs) there was somebody that figured out how to stun lock in it's like how what witchcraft is this how the hell are you doing that because i am not stun locking it because it's the gimmick fight (laughs) i mean i turtled my way through the lands between that's how i fight that's how i play this I, I think the next time I might try tur- turtling just as a different strategy. But isn't this the game that had the giant turtles in it with bells? Yeah, the the yeah. um. Just... Oh, yeah, with the the pope hat. And, yeah. and yeah, turtle pope. Turtle pope. Everybody loved turtle pope. No, not not turtle pope. I mean, like the giant bells walking around the map. And you had to ring oh, the, the bell; it would come oh. down, and then you could go in. Is that that game? That's right. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. You have to bring them down, and then you can go, yeah. go in. Right. You ring their little. But turtle. Turtle, to, turtle pope is cooler turtle pope's great yeah you, you had to clean off their you feet you kill like him the, why would you want to kill turtle I, pope, because though? you're terrible i would yeah, never right, kill you, turtle pope. all right so you had to clean the turtle's feet and then they're like okay i'll get down <laughs> and i think those gave you copies of boss souls so that you could get the other weapon yeah i think, I that's think. right no it's where it right i thought it was where you turned in boss souls for something like a weapon inspired by the boss or something like that yeah that, that. that could that be also it. sounds right <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember at this point <laughs> it's it's been two years and none of that stuff was ever that good so no, I, no. I hate using um 
consumables that are a one-time thing. I, I don't want them to go away. I want, please, let me keep it. Well, I mean, that that's what you saved it for, was turning into the mausoleum. No, I know, but, well, I mean, a lot of these games, and I don't remember if it's in this one, but it's usually, like, a binary choice. Do you want to trade it in for this or that? And I, I always hate that. That's the, you know, the biggest FOMO that I can have. Is well, you're supposed to do New Game Plus, and then you get a copy no, of the other no, one. no, not happening. <laughs> I, I looked it up first to see what what would be better for me, and if it neither choice was better, I just kept the item. But if it was a good piece of end gear, I definitely Items turned it down. Its own generally, but yeah, yeah. Um, there was a there was a, a completely different game just for a second. A great recent Souls like Lies of P that has that you know that same idea. Boss Souls, you can pick one of two items, and it generally does not matter which one you get. Like you pick whatever suits your play style. But there is one side quest uh, in which the very last leg of the quest requires one of those two rewards. You have to pick the right one ahead of time, not knowing that you're going to need it later. And I locked myself out of it by picking the other one without knowing that this was that that it was going to be required for a quest and it was um and as i'm trying to like finish everything there was one side quest i just could not complete because i used my one-time item for the wrong reward yeah i can see how that would be hair pulling can you just save them until that quest happens i'm sure you could but um i mean i i played Well, you'd have to know know. yeah Yeah. for review there was no guide or anything and and like i said i don't i don't spend time looking that stuff up anyway yeah that was a little a little frustrating anyway back to this but i'm gonna have when... to try lies of p i keep hearing good things about that game yeah they're all lies <laughs> <laughs> well well um spo- spoilers for lies of p but the thing that i heard that interests me the most is that it's setting up a wizard of oz oh, oh no <sighs> yeah oh shit sorry <laughs> oh no, i mean you said spoilers but absolutely i thought you finished the game though oh no 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 not not spoiling for me i'm saying yeah you're absolutely oh. right that is awesome i've i've anytime i've referenced that on a podcast or in the review i was like nope i'm not gonna say what it is just there's something really really cool see i i think that somebody should people should say what, what that is because i'm a huge wizard of oz nerd and i would want to know that isn't that awesome i can't wait i can't wait yeah anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm more interested <laughs> in the wizard of oz game than i am the pinocchio game um, but or, or, or Elden Ring at this point. Or Elden Ring at this point. <laughs> Can we um, let's switch conversation topics. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I so, some of the spells that I loved, um, the the one where you could summon five swords to follow you around, and they would haul men on monsters. I I think that ended up being my favorite spell to use overall because I could just you know worry more about do- dodging hits and just have have the swords out and ready, and then when they would get close enough, they would you know stab. Uh, that was a fun spell to mess sad. with. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then also um, be, being able to summon rocks and then later meteors to take out things. It just, and my, my magic is just so much fun in this game. I, I want to try to do another magic build at some point with the uh, other school of magic. Not the arcane, whatever the other school's name is. Faith? Yeah, Faith. Yeah. That's what Chris used. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell burning. me about tell me about faith based attacks. It's all burning. Yeah. You just basically barbecue people. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Um, you get a sword that's can do like 
Oh, well, that, well, so there was like a sword that was like able to do this sword. It was like one way it was arcane, one way it was faith, I think. Uh-huh. And you could, you could do different charge ups. Um, but I, yeah, I would also get like these big giant dragon head attacks where it's like, oh, I can breathe fire for a minute and I've got a big dragon head showing up while I do it. Um, those weren't ultimately very good at all, but you'd, you'd find weapons that scale with faith and then you do like giant, um, lightweight, like what was that freaking sword? Oh, that was the last boss's sword. So that doesn't count. Um, cause who wants that? Um, I don't remember all my build details anymore, Kelly. It has I, been it was, a while. I was doing fire attacks and dragon attacks. I was eating dragon hearts. I remember that. Um, trying to get cool abilities by turning into a dragon or something. But you don't really turn did into you, a dragon in this game. Did you kill um, the uh, the giant dragon that doesn't fight back? Eventually. Really bad? No, don't you feel bad, bad about, about it. it. I looked it up. Don't feel bad about it. Um, Is he a bad I felt dragon? a little bad. Eh, she's not the best. No, she's just laying there. and All her kids are around. And she has her kids try to kill you. And it's like, eh. Yeah, her kids once dropped. they're gone, then you just sit there for five minutes and wail on this dragon while they can't move a muscle against you. I mean, I, I killed the kids quite often because they gave pretty decent EXP and mm-hmm. were s- slow and dumb and easy to pick off with magic. And there is a great uh, You just toilet. like to pick on children, huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Those children were so helpless as they burdenated me. <laughs> But um, there's a grace point right there, so you could just reset them and start all over again. And whenever I was having trouble with the boss, I would go and get a couple of levels in, get a couple more points of enter stamina, and I was good to go until um, that EXP was no longer, uh, took way too long to grind up. But that was was a good grinding spot for a while, for me at least. Yeah. Well, not not the dragon, the dragon's kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad. I mean, the dragons know Grey Wolf Sif, but uh, or well, do you guys know? Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's common enough, I think. But that's uh, equipping <laughs> Scratch and Baldur's Gate three with the Eternal Burning Blade. That's uh, yeah. the thing. Right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Doggo, it's the it's the Pokemon, the the Pokemon um, Shield oh. uh, Sword, Pokemon Sword, Pokemon. Yeah, I'm blanking so on its name. I, I didn't feel that level of bad, but I I did feel a little a little sad for doing that. I mean, I, I had hate pe- killing animals in games. I had people tell me, Kel, don't don't play uh, Dark Souls. It has a it has a uh, wolf in it that you have to kill, and you're you're an animal lover. And I'm like, well, I I know, but one, it's more cats than dogs. But two, and he starts I, limping as you <laughs> as you hurt him more. Okay, poor poor doggo. How did you poor, feel about about Malekith? Which one well, was Malekith? So Malekith is the priest in like the place where you like buying like spells from. You know the place you can spawn and there's like a big gargoyle outside of it right mm-hmm. and like growls at you yeah and inside there's like a dude who can like show you yeah. priest things right if you go to the the weird place that you get to by La- Faramazula. Faramazula, which is you get teleported there at part of the thing you have to how does he, how do you even get there even know remember how you get to the, Faramazula. <laughs> the first time or the second time? The first time. The first I, I think well, I mean, Jesus, anything I say is gonna be like there's this place in the in the in the open world that brings you there. I mean, like it literally yeah, but there's like that. it's a major story point that like afterwards you wake up there um, and I don't remember what happened, but okay. I wanna say it's when you go to I don't know what the area is called, the the three belfries or something like that. There's like these uh kind of like little towers on top of like a hill 
Um, and one of them has like a teleport. No, that's the cheap. No, that's that's a cheap way to get there. Like the story way. Oh, to get sorry. Oh. <laughs> that's the cheap way. Oh, I know. Sure I know. I, I know. It. It's it's once you do the thing. Once you talk to Melina at the site of Grace at the Forge of the Giants. <sighs> You fall asleep and you wake up there. Well, that's the second time you go there, I think. Uh, that's the re- you don't have to do that other one for sure. All right, well, okay. So, you're right. Anyway, that's at the I... bend of Faramazula, which is a big broken island thing in like the center of the map, or no, off to the side of the map where like time and space are being weird, um, you fight that priest guy is over there and he's got one of the Elden Rings in his oh. hand. Oh, yeah. And he, he turns into a giant beast. Yeah. When... Then you kill him and you go back to the other place. He's not there anymore because you killed him. Then you, you kill, kill him, he says. Like the hardest boss in the game and you gloss <laughs> over it as. And then you kill him. Hell I no, he I didn't the kill him. He was pretty hard. Well, I, I, thought he, I mean, it wasn't easy. maybe you're right. Actually, I, I, um, maybe uh, Millennia might be the, the uh, I, I would think, rank her higher. Yes, I think Millennia is the hardest. I I I couldn't There's even a reason, get. Good. There's a reason she's the statue you get in the collector's edition. <laughs> There's a reason why she doesn't rank on my list. I'll I'll share that later. Um, but no, the, the fact that, that you don't that, have to kill her. <laughs> that guy ended up being my favorite boss just because of how cool he was. But also, I cool. that was such a weird thing where I was struggling and struggling and struggling, and then all of a sudden, I just had one perfect run where oh, I did so you had well. An Elden Ring epiphany. Yeah, and and got him okay. down, and was like, I have no idea how I did that, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> I don't think there's a lot of two-phase bosses in this game, so he's definitely. I mean, I, I am not a fan of two-phase bosses because I suck. So <laughs> they tend to be I, pretty hard in this game. Yes, um, he. I, I would say my in my memory he is the hardest boss that I had to deal with, and I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't kill him by myself. I hated his area. I did not like Farmazula at all. Takes a while to go through, and it's like real inconvenient in every way. And I think it looks ugly. I just don't okay. like the design of it. All right. It's these floating bits of masonry in the in the middle of a storm, which okay, does admittedly sound kind of cool, but I I did not enjoy my time there at all. And it, it's it's when the and it's it, it drops you out of the open world. You're now in this you know in this area that's kind of its own thing, and I don't understand how it connects and why is this a thing? What is what is this thing? You gotta go watch the lore videos. Ah, you're right. <laughs> Every, I mean, really, I'm I'm my own undoing. Everything I refuse to do is probably the stuff I didn't like. Yeah. Refresh my memory. I'm looking at the map right now. Far Missoula starts out as kind of a big tree spot and then circles around no. into. No, the tree is a. I mean, Elden Ring is all about trees, right? So who knows? Missoula is off in the clouds one. to the east. Okay, I um, I've seen it in my mind's eye. I just kept, was you said you had the map up, right? So yeah, I have the map up. No, the I, tree I, that you might be talking about might be the Halleck tree, which is like its own oh, dungeon. That tree, yeah, that's fucking cool. Oh yeah, now I now I see it on the map. That's where you get to do areas. millennia. Yeah. No, is, now is now I remember. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Now I remember bring foul Missoula because that was like a whole bunch of interconnecting rooms and stuff and i would get very lost and confused and was was mm. dealing with some of those perfumer enemies that uh would chuck stuff at you and hurt and oh, i hated that area but since I, you I, brought I, it up oh go ahead uh, no, well i mean feel free to continue that thought because i was going to about to ask about the dungeons since we're you, you brought up the tree the, the hallick tree 
Is that the one you were talking about, by the way? Yeah, yeah, where you start out um, kind, kind of climbing, yeah, climbing roots and stuff, and then. Oh, cool! That is a. Uh, I mean, <laughs> go ahead. It, it was just, cool. I've just been a fawning over here. <laughs> it, it was cool, but there there were some spots in that tree that were pretty hard to get through, especially when you couldn't see what was hitting you. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> So overall, it was really the dungeons that kind of pulled the game back for me. Like I was saying, like some people on Discord kind of convinced me to give it another try. And the 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 line that I was I was told was just go back to it until you get to the first real dungeon, Stormvale Castle, right? And if you don't love it at that point, like then you you know put the game away. But you might change your mind once you get to the real first dungeon. And sure enough, I did. I mean, the dungeons are great. Yeah, I didn't have too too much issue with Stormgrave Castle or the the castle that you just said. Yeah, no, no no issue with it. Like, I I loved it. Um, I always like, I mean, this is, you know, this goes back to Demon's Souls. The very first level in Demon's Souls is also a castle. And I just love the way that From Software designs when you have to figure out a big castle dungeon. Not one of the little ones that's all over the place in Elden Ring, but one where you have to, you know, find a way up into the uh, onto the walls and get across to the other tower and then climb down that tower and go into the dungeons and go through the dungeons and eventually the throne room and all this other stuff. I, I love their castle dungeons. They feel so real, like out of everything, I think. Uh, I'm thinking about how cool the Magic Academy was, um, not only because it was all magical, but uh, you ended up on the ceiling in that one at some point. Uh, ceiling? You were dancing on a ceiling? Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> There's a tower that you get to flip upside down, right? Yeah. That's the, hmm. But that's not part of the getting to the first boss, right? That's later. Yeah, that's a later. I honestly, thing. don't remember being upside down. Really don't. You aren't upside down. The the tower is upside down. Yeah. <laughs> you have to mm-hmm. fight this annoying boss who keeps running away from you. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I I know exactly. Remember exactly. Yeah, does that really narrow down about. for you? No. Okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> annoying boss. Check that one. Check. No, I don't. It runs know. away from you constantly oh yeah, yeah get him down 20 percent, and then he, he leaves then you gotta and whenever you get close he launches a barrage of magic at you and it sucks mm-hmm. oh my god chris you're giving me flashbacks yep. yeah that particular i did redo that one a lot all uh, right well let's talk about the two stage um fights what we well, we're talking what about other one stage. is there well there's multiples right so the last see. boss i guess no um no uh, let's, way, okay, let's go in order let's go in order what's the first right, one we can right. think of um two stage um, boss fight with the the lady in the bubble is a two stage boss fight. Right? Oh well, that's yeah. millennia, right? No, no, the uh, <laughs> magic oh, lady, the, the academy. Okay, yeah. It, actually, she's cyclical, so it isn't really two stage, is it? No, that, it, that's well, two stage because you, you go from the magic academy to like a huge open area her, with the moon. Oh, you do summoning. right, and then there's the moon in the background. It, yeah, and she's she, Ronnie's she mom. Sends everything at you. Her yeah. summoning area. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is, does that count as a gimmick fight? No, okay, no, maybe not really. No, the first stage is a little bit. Little, you have to, you have to kill her. Her little yeah hooligans. Deal with the baby fallen from the ceiling oh my god i that that thing <laughs> creeped me out so bad um just her whole fight kind of creeped me out because of the children singing and then having to take out the three that are um hitting you to bring her barrier down and yeah. then i i thought i was relieved beating that and then got into the open area and it's like you gotta be shitting me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that is the first two-stage boss that you fight. Yeah. Mm, pretty uh, I mean, all the final bosses are pretty tough. 
I, I remember having a hard time with just about all of them. All right, so who's our next two-stage fight? Um, um not not Radon. Pretty much just one stage, unless you count like running up to him. On no, the, Radon's the, got. Well, he's got meteors. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the whole running phase, right? Well, there's the running phase. Then you have to fight him for a bit. Then he disappears, and you're like, oh, oh is it yeah. over? And it's like, stop! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> He's the meteor, right? He is the meteor, yeah. So there's that. But no, I, you're right. It's not really... Not a, so much two-stage. Recycled, no. So what else we got? We got um, I, I would like to add, the only way I was able to beat him was that I had to remap Torrent to another button because I was getting so tense that I kept disappearing mounting oh and once i rebapped it to something that i wasn't accidentally pressing i beat it in the first chance which i was like i can't believe this whole time my issue was a control issue yeah his fight um, is really just don't get hit which is yeah i hate being told that in a, in a souls like but it's really important <laughs> to not get hit much there and that one sucks because the second you zone in you have to immediately dodge a barrage yep, of it's arrows. immediately start not getting hit now <laughs> and, and you basically just have to like kind of uh, remember the pattern like okay that. okay dodge okay dodge now i'm close enough i can start pelting that was an intense fight <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> I mean, I'm not so sure I remember too many other two-stagers. I mean, oh, I can. Uh, yeah, we've got... Um, um, do you count Godric? He uh, switches... Yeah. His arm kind of changes halfway through. <laughs> no, I don't really count Godric, but I do count um, the the first Elden Lord. What's his name? Dude is he a, not the first? Oh. No, there's oh, the dude yeah. who has a line on over his shoulder, and then phase oh, two God. is him ripping his friend line, who's been with him for life, off of him, and I, I guess killing it, and then just like going all, you know professional wrestler on you great transition yeah, second phase it. of the fight kind of weak um it's hard but kind of lame um that was great uh then the first guy you fight godric comes back and like oh i'm also godwin or what how did that work i have no idea i was at that game. point i was confused <laughs> he's like yeah by the way you thought i was just uh godric the grafted but i'm also <laughs> i'm <guy>. Dio. <laughs> no um <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to look at um, who it is you're talking about. I'm trying to like see if any names uh, ring a bell here. They don't. Spoiler alert. I don't remember some of these. Godric? No, no, him I do, but the um, the other guys you're talking about. Uh, Godwin? Just Godwin? anything. <laughs> I'm trying to look at anything that rings a bell as a two-stage fight. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. We've got the we've got a three-phase fight against um uh um oh my god the goddess herself what's her name um who made the elden ring what's the biggest secret of the game is that is it morgan everyone's everyone's uh mother is also their father what (laughs) are you talking about she must she must have been a great boss because all three of us are just it's the final boss before the elden beast oh you walk in there and she's crucified on the elden ring and she comes down you have to beat her and then you have to beat her in her male form and then you go and do the melden i remember the male form yeah with the hammer that's all i remember though yeah what's its name i can do the first one pretty the first form pretty easy the female form pretty easily then the one with the hammer would just rip me to shreds um Radagon of Radagon and the female name is <laughs> Yeah, all right, cool. The the article I'm looking at doesn't say. <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. 
Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Margit is who you fight before you know they're Godric. Okay. He calls himself Margit, and then later he's Godric. So that's like the oh, Margit is also Godric. Ha <laughs> ha! I was, mm-hmm. I was hiding my power from you the whole time for reasons I don't want to explain. <laughs> I think the one you were previously talking about is Horalub. Horalub. Yeah, but he has another name, also known as Godfrey. It sounds like they all do. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them do. <laughs> yes. Um, get you. All right. Uh, we're looking at double phases. Um, we I mean, have, a, how about a two boss fight? That, that, no, that, that's no. kind of a double phase. The Godskin duo. Godskin uh, duo. We said Malekith was two phase. All right, fine. Go to the Godskin duo. They suck. They you fight them uh, separately in multiple locations. Then you fight them at the same time. And it's like, ah, brr, I'm big and round. I'm not. And then. They just keep spawning until you empty the bar. Do you know that you can like actually get them to spawn multiple times? You do it right. It's weird. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, like they'll keep coming back as long as that bar is not empty. <laughs> that sounds about right. Usually, it's just like you'll kill that. That basically means you'll get you'll have to kill them three times at at most, right? Oh, right. Because there's I still some health that. left, and one will come up, and then. You get, but if you do it, depending on how it works out, you can just kill them once each, and then it's it's it. It's done. I I summoned an NPC against the Godskin duo. I know that, but I I, I do think that they felt like I could have gotten them if I had persevered longer. Eventually, mm-hmm. like they they felt on the verge of fair. Still, I just didn't have the patience to want to try that long. But okay. compared to some other bosses, they they felt fair enough. I thought. Yeah, well, and so Melania is also a two phase boss fight. Yeah, because I think yeah. the first time I did manage to get her down by myself and she had a phase second one? phase. And you're like, oh yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, nope, fuck this shit. <laughs> you're like, she does that. So Melania, Blade of Mikola, who was never known to beat, walks around and is kind of a pain in the butt to beat at the first phase, but it's it's hard but fair. It's not so bad. You're used to it. You're like, all right. I'm oh, thank God. And then she's she like, no, time for a me. flower a couple of times. Turn into a flower, embrace the the rot, and explode out. And then, by the way, I can fly at you, Dragon Ball Z, now and, and do yeah. like a flurry blade attack that is super hard for you to roll out of, unless you know it's coming. <laughs> Deal. She with basically it. said, "Oh, you wanted to fight? Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now we we have to address this with her. Did did anybody manage to summon? Let me solo her. No." <laughs> I wish again. One more so time. Th- there became a very famous player, so, so famous that From Software sent him like a care package that was called "Let Me Solo Her." That was just he the would guy just show up. Oh. He'd be near the spawn of that boss area, and yeah, he'd, I think I did. he'd see his image, and it just says "Let Me Solo Her." He joins your party, and it's like "Let Me Solo Her." Well, okay. So he was wearing, back. yeah, he's he in his underwear with a pot in his head. Yeah, nothing wearing oh. nothing but underwear and a pot on his head, and dual wielding <laughs> katanas, and was so was so good at fighting her that katanas are just a stick i think it was katanas because i i looked up fan art of it before the show (laughs) i I think i i did summon a copycat because i don't think he was wearing underwear and a a pot on his head uh so 
I don't know how many times I tried her, not very many. Like you, like Kelly, I got through the first phase, like not too much of a problem. And as soon as I saw the second phase, I think I maybe tried it a handful of times on my own. But I, you know, the couple of seconds that you get to see of her second phase before you die is like, oh, no, no. Okay, I see where this is going. That's not happening. It's Um, apparently learnable. Like people obviously figure it out if you have the patience. She's yeah, so I, intimidating that I did I not did have not. patience. I did I not have mental patience. Games. <laughs> but I, I, I commend I commend FromSoft for making very clear, like you you have this patience. You will know immediately if you do. And I knew right away. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. So and I think I might have summoned. She's that, optional like, to begin with, too. Yeah. So whoever I summoned, um, because there's a little um you know what? Maybe it was on my <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, um, I was still watching the cinematic that plays in between her <laughs> first and second phase, and I don't know how he did it, but the guy I summoned, he yeah, uh, just about, he somehow, he either, but I, th- I thought the way it works is if you hit skip, like you still have to wait for the, the host to finish watching their scene, like there's no battle taking place is what I thought. But um, no, uh, he was fighting in the background while I wasn't able to see. And when my cinematic ended, she had like one hit worth of life left. Like he had literally taken her whole second phase just about out. And then I just got to see him deliver like the killing blow. And that was it. Um, Trophy, trophy awarded. uh, Great. What is it? Great seal. Rune. Great rune. So that's why she doesn't make my list of like, I remember this being the hardest battle because I didn't have to fight her. Somebody basically did it for me while I was watching a movie. I mean, I I sucked at that fight so bad that I felt horrible for the people that got me in their party because I was practically useless. Because mm. um, I was just pretty much just trying to stay away from her ass. And because of it, I couldn't get get in close enough to take any pot shots with magic. <laughs> it's just like, I'm so sorry I'm useless in this fight, guys. <laughs> It's uh yeah. She's notorious for a reason. And and then I ended up having to summon for uh the second to last boss, the um the guy that we can't think of. Yeah, this his second phase is a sumo wrestler, more or less. Oh uh, Horalu. Uh no, he's not a sumo wrestler, he's WWF is what I'm saying. He, he came off like yeah, a sumo yeah. wrestler. He ju- he jumps around and he's like ah yeah, like a grappler. I definitely got wrestler. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, I guess with the, when he would stomp his feet and make oh, okay. the shock yep. waves. Yeah, that's fair. Um, gave that. me the Zuba wrestler vibes. But anyway, um, that one, I just could not get the timing of right. And I ended up summoning with that fight. And then, and, and, yeah, I finally just kind of gave up trying to do the Elden Beast slash, uh, what's his name? Radagon one, um, because I was throwing my, I was just, but by that point, I was ready to be done with the game. Yeah. I was just kind of throwing myself at that one, and nothing was happening. So it's like, screw it, summon. I've, I've beaten the game at this point. I've proved myself. You know, that's what that mechanic is there for. Um, as a matter of fact, that's sort of what motivated me to play the game, besides, you know, Chris singing its praises and it coming off as a, um, a, a more adult Breath of the Wild, is reading this one Reddit post where some gamer bro dude got pissed that his girlfriend beat the game before him. And I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, Chris. I sent it to you and Anna. And he, he tried to deny her accomplishment by saying, well, you used summons, you didn't really beat the game. 
<laughs> oh, Kelly, well, you've I done it. The game then. No, no. All right. What did I do? Do you, you remember to... the person who wrote that they cheated? Oh, with uh, Sekiro. Yeah, they cheated Sekiro with fun, yeah. fun, and then they got the 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 idiot person on Twitter replying to them. Yeah. You cheated not only the game but yourself. You didn't yeah. grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing was risk and nothing was gained. It's sad that you don't know the difference. <laughs> it sounds like you forget how long that goes on for, don't you? <laughs> no, I remember. I, I remember very First distinctly. First of all, I forgot that this was Sekiro, not Elden Ring. Um, sorry, but That's then okay. that that boyfriend always reminds me of that tweet. <laughs> yeah, it sounds well, yeah, like he's because quoting like fifteen fortune cookies in a row. <laughs> Well, because that that particular boyfriend made comments like, "Yeah, she doesn't play real games. All she does is play Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing." And then <laughs> these are real games. What are you talking about? And for, you know, for, for all we know, that post could have been fake because there's, yeah. there's fake shit all over Reddit. But just the idea that th- this woman pissed off her boyfriend so bad by beating beating his his big old game before he did it was like you know if this random chick on the internet can do if you that, didn't then... suck you would have beaten it without the summons but it yeah. sounds like you suck and you should also use summons to beat it yeah and it's, and it's like you it's know okay what? most of us suck at this game just deal with it i i want to give it a try because at, at worst i'll just suck and then use summons yeah, and then exactly. that's exact that's exactly what i ended up doing and, and lucky, i had a blast summons will work that night <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I I, ha- I mean, despite some of the tearing my hair out frustrations in some of the areas, I had a blast playing this. Um, I'm hoping that they're gonna do like a sequel or a follow up with you another DLC. <laughs> oh yeah, the DLC obviously. Um, I mean, some people live for those bosses, but I think, yeah, I think the the actual game minute to minute is yeah. much more fun than the boss fights. I so, agree. Yeah. Oh, That's I why could, I played it. Yeah, I could yeah. give a shit Summon about all the day. bosses. Um, like, I, I didn't look forward to the bosses most of the time. Like, oh no, how long is this one gonna take? <laughs> yeah. For me, that all the fun was uh, running around on torrent and see, like, like, oh my god, here's a cave I haven't been to yet. Let's see what's in it and. Oh my God! This cave has spikes and traps. I'm, I'm dying and I'm having a blast. Well, it's like you you can have it one of two ways, but not both. Either either I can spend so much time in your open world, um, but then I want the bosses to go by fast so I can progress and move on. Or I, you know, you can make a a, a more self-contained game, and I will pour more time into the boss fights. Because that's mm-hmm. you know they'll, they'll make up a larger percentage of my my gaming time, but probably not both. I'm not going to do a hundred plus hours of exploration and then also learn godlike reflexes for your boss fights. Well, why not? <laughs> what more do you? Man. What more is there for you to do? The boss fights and those hundred hours of reflexes is the cap off the cap to that exploration. I mean, I guess if I did all of that, I would never probably ever want to play another game again because I've already topped you know every possible experience i can ever have again i don't want to ruin that for myself so <laughs> summon then yeah that that's true um be, being able to summon fights so that you can get through those easier just so that you can enjoy both more the open world i'm i'm down for that uh i had a point to make and then it completely left my head <laughs> just about like how much you enjoyed the game you were saying yeah no i uh no i mean I'm sorry, i, 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 think I no no I, uh, i'm sorry it's just i it was just such a fun game at the end of the day that I didn't really 
some of the places being kind of difficult didn't bother me as much as other Souls games. And now I remember the point that I was trying to make. The other fun bit was, you know, after you get a little bit OP, go- going back to some areas like Limgrave and uh, the-, the Lake Town area and f- finding some of those hovels that you hadn't found before and just being super OP in them and two-shotting bosses. That part I, f- I found to be some-, some of the most fun that I had. Oh, you like? See, I didn't like that when I was too powerful. That's the flip side of the coin that, oh, I was meant to fight you a long time ago, so that was kind of a hollow victory a little bit. I mean, yeah, they're not a challenge anymore, and you don't really get good stuff out of it, but it's kind of neat just to, I don't know, feel powerful, I guess. At least that's how I felt. That just became like the checklist at that point. Like, yep, got this one crossed off. Yeah, that's how I felt, because I I wanted to, well, at the time, I wanted to 100% the game, but then I, I hit that wall where it's like, I'm kind of ready to be done with this too yeah. well the bosses don't count towards that i think there's over 100 in the game isn't there i don't know the exact number right now um there's quite a bit because i know i think like at least every cave has a mini boss and it's some of some of them you fight uh multiple times right um google says 238 bosses <laughs> not surprised <laughs> yeah that's a lot <laughs> But like the so you know what? bosses I, and the real bosses. Right. But I w- earlier I was thinking, like, as we were talking about summoning, oh, I was starting to become a little bit self-conscious how many of them I summoned on. Now I'm looking at the total number. Oh, you know what? 238. I think I didn't summon all that much after all. I only summoned on, like, the 10 hardest ones, which is all the main story bo- bosses, by the way. <laughs> of course. Except Millennia, who's optional, right? I summoned on her too, so it's okay. Okay. Because I thought that because she was optional, it wasn't even that big of a deal if you beat her or not. Yeah. Yeah, nothing in the game, I don't think, tracks all of that stuff anyway. So you never um, know who's who's keeping track of 238 bosses. Who's who's counting that? I'm sure I, only, I did ha- less than half of that. No, I, I'm sure that I barely scratched the surface because I, I know that... Well, I, I remember watching Chris play on stream and him finding some catacombs in the game very early that I never even saw. Um, and I also no- noped out on some of those catacombs, the ones with the giant uh, thresher chariots that could one-shot you. Oh, yep, yep. I spent um, a bunch of time in some of those right. trying to get the items down there. Um, I didn't touch them or something like that, right? Yeah, I didn't go near those because I was getting too frustrated at the chariots just obliterating me. So um, if, if I do play through, I've got that to do. Um, <laughs> to look forward to question to look mark, forward question to, mark, question mark. <laughs> um i i probably missed so many side quests on and and the sad thing is that i didn't even rush through the game you know mm. i just kind of went with the flow and went wherever the wind took me and eventually it's like oh okay well i guess we're towards the end now and i, I was okay with that and i I want to go back to it at some point, probably when the DLC comes out. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the the open world phenomenon has like shifted. You know, it used to be all the uh, the Assassin's Creed like map is the map is inundated with with little objectives, right? So there was that, and then mm-hmm. people got very tired of that. So now the Breath of the Wild and the Elden Ring is that other side of it, which is the open world, but, and it does have side quests, but like I don't, they're they're pretty forgettable forgettable side quests, aren't they? Like not even in Elden Ring, I don't really recall very many um, patches that were like, fun to do. 
it's and so and it's so it's just the world like it's not littered with um with map markers or side quests it's kind of nice to just explore and you know what what does it have i don't know <laughs> uh the problem with the side quests is they're so easy to mess up and then you can't finish them the, yeah, the ones, yeah that that was the issue that i was having it's like oh am i i guess i'm locked out of this well i guess <laughs> that's not getting done <laughs> is Okay to talk about side. That's not like messing up like a t- another talking point later. If, if I mention I, one, I don't think so. Um, uh, there was a really no, cool I one that I remember. I didn't talk about. Uh, I don't have that in the round table. Just your favorite moment from the game, which could be a side quest mm. or it could be falling to your death. <laughs> there was one that I remember. Um, some uh, some some guy or some wizard or something that you encounter in the world, and at some point he points you. His his story is I think he 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 was fleeing from uh from a castle keep that's you know somewhere around wherever you find him and he asks you to go there and um i don't i don't remember if he literally asks you to kill a certain monster or like retrieve an item of his or something like that and you go there and you know it's like it it, it was an inhabited castle recently but like these monsters have taken over like there's a bunch of like harpy monsters that will that are um hanging upside down like in the rafters and then they'll swoop down on you when you walk in um and i think there's some giant rats and stuff like that um and it's and it has that it's not a dungeon by any means it's just a, a single you know small area but it definitely has that feel of ooh uh i'm i'm walking into uh this this courtyard this castle keep that like something bad happened recently and you kind of want to like see the story there there isn't much to see but like it just plays out in your head as you walk through it's kind of neat mm-hmm. see, see i remember very early on when i was running around hearing a disembodied voice um asking you to help them and to this day i couldn't tell you who that voice where that voice was coming from it's a tree oh it's a tree to go talk to yep. yeah I, I never found he got it got turned into a tree yeah it's a whole thing um and he's another one that you can mess up and well you can either guide him to a happy end or an end where he goes to try and respec with the the magic lady and he ends up dying Uh. (laughs) Hmm. i never found him either yeah he's the tailor guy uh he he could uh, adjust like your cloaks and stuff for you yeah yeah i i never found him and i never had the one lady turn into a snake on me oh the lady eating the her husband's remains yeah uh whoever she is Oh, oh the princess yeah yeah yeah, the princess thing is one of the side quests I think I messed up. I never got to see the end of that. So you never got to see her as a snake? No, I did get to see that. Um, but there's like either it doesn't it wasn't in the game or it didn't finish right or because I messed up with the guy in the other hall, I didn't it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's easy to mess them up. And, and, and she was know, always a snake. She was never a person. She, oh, no, she, a she just had an illusion. Yeah. But I never dispelled the illusion. I thought she was fine. Like, I don't know. It's like, be snake lady. Go live your life. That's kind of cool, too. So the side quest still ended. Like, for you, that's just how the story ended for her. You, know? you, you, can't, you can't do it wrong if it ends some way or another. Well, it's unresolved, though. Uh, that's what i mean like there was there's plot hanging there like what's gonna happen to this person we don't know and what's interesting is that normally in uh video games when i miss out on stuff like that i get really bothered like i didn't i feel like i didn't complete the game but like with this game and Baldur's gate 3 i feel like okay well all that stuff that i missed will give me an excuse to play the game again at some point in the future and try something different 
and I, and I kind of appreciate that, but both of those games kind of encourage you to replay them again in that regard. Because I don't, I, I don't know if you guys ever have that issue where you played a game and you enjoyed it and you 100%ed it and you want to experience that experience again. But because you did everything you possibly could in, it, in the game like that, you feel like you shouldn't go back to it. You know what I mean? Like you should be playing something new. Yep. Feel that way all the time now. That's why I'm yes. not going to play Elden Ring again. <laughs> not even for the DLC? No. Well, oh man, Can it would have to be really good. I mean, I think it's integrated. So, does it make sense? I don't think I could I don't think I could replay through the main game to get to the DLC. Probably not. I don't know. I would I will vicariously live through others who do it and enjoy my time listening to their stories. Is that how you all experienced Dragon Lord Placidius X? No, I I actually beat him? him in a Oh wow. Yeah. He's the so that one, was the two-headed um, dragon the at the end of Farm Azula, right? Yeah. You have to go lay down in a one. proper yep. <laughs> in a window and, frame and then <laughs> you wake up in an arena, the dragon. Yeah. In the dream. It's like a dream. So yeah, I did. And I don't think you I don't think you can summon for him either. So him I, I yeah. must have done him by myself. Yeah. Well, what's the name of that boss? Dragon Lord Placidusax. P-L-A-C-I-D-U-S-A-X. I don't think I unless there was a trophy wasn't a trophy for that one. I don't, I don't think know. I beat it. I beat it. I think it is, or he's so. part yeah, of a, a storyline that you have to complete if you want to get a trophy. Yeah. Something like Yeah, that. I never I looked at my unearned trophies. I never beat that guy. No, him I did. I don't recall like it if if I, I know I tried it several times. I don't I don't remember it being super um challenging. Enough to kill me a few times for sure. But not like at the level of um what is he, the Black Blade Malaketh or whatever? Apparently, I never beat the Witch Dragon Fortisex either, or the Valiant Gargoyles, or Moog the Omen. Moog was like the a- uh, boss downstairs who's the blood focused boss. Good luck. That was a very, very cool area, but ugh, hated that boss. <laughs> Yeah, any of you killed the assassin guy? Did any of you do that? Where like the in the church? Yeah, and like you have to fight him in the underground area, and it's like all dark, and you can't see where he is and stuff. I don't think maybe. Otherwise, I might not have known which one you were talking about. I must have. If you fight, if you beat him, you get like a a bouquet of flowers. That's your weapon. No, I don't that, think that I, does not sound familiar to me either. Yeah, I don't think I beat that that one. I I remember there V A R R E. Yeah, I, I I remember beating a very well, difficult assassin guy in uh, one of those arenas that you got summoned into that um came with a a, sa- a version of him that the, was a summon. The jail. Um, what are they called? M- Ever jail is it? I think they're called Ever jails, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, Vare is the guy who greets you when you step out of the um, the mm-hmm. tutorial area. But I I don't remember ever fighting him later on. You have to do a bunch of stuff. You have to go invade him to fight him. So probably not. That's another easy one to miss. Yeah. At the time when I, I kept getting invaded, I honestly didn't know that those were uh, set encounters. I was like, I thought I had offline or didn't have pvp turned on why do i keep getting invaded oh because those aren't real people right (laughs) i'm thinking about what like what would keep me from playing again and i kind of think if it was just um the legacy dungeons i would be more likely to replay i think those are just my favorite part i think it's the open world that's keeping me from wanting to replay it because i played i mean so much despite there's so much to do (laughs) 
it doesn't sound like it because every every time one of us is asking, "Hey, did you guys do this?" It's a unanimous no from everybody. I mean, I understand <laughs> I missed a lot, but I feel like I I got so much. I thoroughly got everything I wanted out of it. The open world. I just don't know that I would want to replay the open world again. Um, I just want dungeons. And, and I feel like I got what what I wanted out of the game too. I just also kind of want to do another run to see what I missed. I feel like everyone just wants a new Demon Souls. I mean, I I love Demon Souls. I I don't disagree with that. <laughs> like, well, obviously people liked Elden Ring, and I think they'd yeah. play a new one. But I see, I feel like the 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 resulting conversation of what people want when I talk to Souls fans is just really like another one structured like Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that was so praised about Elden Ring. Yes, it was great. Can we not have that again, please? <laughs> that was enough. We, we got it. Really it is it's good. You did it. Now make something different. <laughs> right. no, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. You could give me this all over again and I'd be perfectly happy. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm not a hardcore Souls fan either. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a Breath of the Wild fan that expanded her horizon a little bit. <laughs> I was about to actually make that comparison too, and I, I I think I would pick it over Breath of the Wild though. But I don't for me, want more Elder Breath Ring of the Wilds. <laughs> I mean, the combat system is enough for me to not want that, but even like the open world, I kind of like the the Elden Ring take on it more. Yeah, no, I I mean th- that's exactly what drew me to the game, and I told I told my husband this because he was like, I'm surprised that you bought that as much as you said you've said that you don't do well with Souls games, and I said I know I'm as surprised as you, but I'm telling you it's it, it feels like a grown up Breath of the Wild. What if you did like Elden Ring exploration, but just didn't have the bosses be so darn hard? Oh, I would be all about that. Like again with the like it's pretty empty, but there's all this stuff to find, all these weapons to get, all these ways to level up and get more power. We don't put it on the map. You have to go find it yourself, but you will get stronger if you just go do stuff. And we don't make it obtuse and uh, we don't make the side quests obtuse and we don't make the bosses infuriating. Right, like, so you want it, a different developer to make yeah. Elden Ring. Well, exactly, right? Yeah. But how would that fit? Would that like I feel like I've got enough in there to set it apart from Zelda cuz like there's actually stuff to do in the game and then i've got enough in there to set apart from elden ring because it's achievable and well, i know we all finished Are you up describing there. horizon zero dawn maybe a no bit? because that's going to be more well i didn't play it so is that what that's like because i thought that was more I like mean, shooter and traditional well, open world well, game the combat all the, is a little yeah yeah the map and all the, have that, the maps have all the icons Creed right style, yeah. 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 yeah i gotta get rid and of that, that. <laughs> I'll get rid of it for sure. But also the world was more the horizon world. I think it's like in story terms, really it's probably more engaging than either Zelda. Zelda oh, sure. Sure. Ring. Yeah. I, whether or not you want to do the environmental storytelling or lack of storytelling versus a, a strong narrative. I think I could go either way on that. I'm just talking about like, you know, what am I going to lose myself to 200 hours and enjoy more? There's probably no real answer to that. It's going to be whoever can actually make one of these and make it good, regardless of which formula they use. I mean, if I'm going to pick up it, say say I want to pick up one to replay right now, I'm going to pick up Elden Ring before I pick up Tears of the Kingdom again. Nice. Because if if you recall, I did replay Breath of the Wild before Tears of the Kingdom Mm -hmm. came out. And I got what I wanted out of that, and I definitely... I kind of just said, okay, I'm I'm done with Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to go beat Ganon now. Um, Whereas with Elden Ring, it was kind of like I... 
hit just a natural stopping point where I had stumbled across the wrestler boss and was like, okay, the, the mm. next boss is um, for Dragon and Elden Beast. Am, am I done with this game? I, I think I'm done and want to play something else. And that's that's when I finished it. And I don't feel like I missed out on anything, but I still want to go see what I didn't see the first time. It, it's t- the experience suffered because that ending gauntlet, right? Like the ones you just mentioned basically are, it's such a, a wall that you run up into mm-hmm. um, that it, it just kind of, not sour the game, but it ends it on a less pleasant note. If you're like me and can't handle that level of boss on your own. And then it just feels like, Oh, well, and I don't know what level I was. I was like really high level and I still can't fight this. People in, in wearing diapers with pots on their head can do it and I can't I can't do it. I mean, I had pretty much hit the hit the soft cap with my int on my character and couldn't really get any stronger um not without like in in game gear and even then i don't think i could have done much else so at that point beating anything after that was just going to be pure skill and because i was kind of (laughs) tired i mean literally tired i practically broke broke my wrists playing this game um i had to play something turn-based afterwards just to kind of give my hands a little bit of break uh and, and yeah, you're right. That did that last boss gauntlet did kind of take it out of me a little bit, um, just because they were, it was just so unforgiving. Uh, a lot of the bosses before that kind of let you mess up a little bit, but not the those last three. So um, yeah, yeah and, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I do another playthrough and try a different build, I might be, get through those a little bit better. But and and, I, and I'm not trying to be negative on the game because I think it was one of the most amazing games that I played in 2022. <laughs> I, I like I said, I was I was very proud of myself for for playing through and finishing a Souls game. Um, it made me sort of want to get into the rest of the series, but I think what drew, drew me to Elden Ring wasn't necessarily the soulsiness of it, but more the um, open worldiness of it. Well, I mean, it is it's, it's considered the most approachable for newcomers to the genre anyway. Yeah. Is it still considered that, I wonder? Like, after everything we've been saying, it doesn't really sound like it. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's, was just, that's certainly how I remember it. A listener, obviously, right in if you um, th- th- thought it was approachable or not, because I'm curious what other people think. I thought it was much more approachable than the other souls. I had a moment early on when I was playing it. Maybe it was just like an adjustment period that was needed. The open world kind of was too open for me at one point, early on anyway. Um, uh, I, I almost wanted something filling up my map a little bit, like points of interest to go to or some kind of a structure rather than just, all right, go wherever you want. And and I I mean, I say that I like Breath of the Wild in this game, but for the most part, I tend to not like open world games as much because I get I kind of get lost and overwhelmed very easily. So the, the fact that FromSoft could take a get game like this and make it open world but not feel overwhelming is a uh, plus in my book. Um, same with Breath of the Wild and hopefully same with uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is supposed to be a bit more open than the previous games. D- dating the show a little bit because that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. There's not really been a lot of other open world stuff in those last two years, right? So maybe too soon to say how the genre like will react to Elden Ring and if it like, is the game changer. I mean, Tears of the Kingdom, but I don't have any first-hand knowledge of myself of playing that, so... 
Yeah, uh, t- Tears, if you played a lot of... Uh, did, did you play any Breath of the Wild, Pascal? Oh, yeah, a lot. Um, 100-something, who knows, hours, I don't know, 120, 130, 40, whatever it was. And you haven't touched Tears? Not, not yet. Um, it's on the list for this year sometime. Okay, because c- um, you, you'll like... If you put that much time into Breath of the Wild, you'll definitely like Tears. Just know that there's two other planes of existence to explore on top yeah. of the one. And, you know, revisiting the older areas, to me, wasn't that great, but I loved running through the sky in the underworld. Two things about Tears that kind of, like, give me pause is, A, the combat system I just never liked for Breath. Um, and then the, uh, wow, I don't know what you want to call it, the physics engine, the building, I guess, the construction aspect. Like, it's a lot of fun to read about and watch video clips of other people doing that, but I don't know if I want to do it myself. Like, I would rather, again, I'd rather experience vicariously than have to do it myself. Yeah, r- really, Pascal, the only thing you need to build and you'll be fine for the entire game is... Uh, uh, one of those hover bikes that people made. Um, oh, it is okay. two fans and a control stick, and that pretty okay. much co- covers your travel throughout the. So you have to make like a, a little gondola at some at some point, right? Like a little uh, a little elevator wire wire elevator thing. Yeah, you you do have to make like some balloons, uh, like hot air, <laughs> yeah, some hot air balloons and some stuff like that. But yeah. as were, far were as any farmos and Elden Ring. Yeah, the, uh, did you miss it? It was the uh, the area in the <laughs> southeastern corner of the map. You probably missed it. It's mm. it a real weird side quest. Yeah, you bricked it. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, we, Go get, we got off play. track. <laughs> but I'm just trying to say, if you were overwhelmed, or if you felt like the building Pascal was going to be overwhelming, know that you can ignore most of that system and you'll be f- just fine. And Yay. you can build very simple machines and get around the sky level, or the sky areas just fine. Good. Um, so is that all we have to say about Elden Ring? Do we have anything else you wanted yeah, to add? Are going to start the podcast now? or Sure. Uh, oh wait, only oh, two hours in. Let's go. Let's start chatting about Elden Ring for real now, though. The uh, if you want to uh, experience this amazing game, um, it's still sixty dollars on Steam, oh and the game, the yeah. game and DLC bundle is eighty, but the DLC by itself is forty. <laughs> so figure out that math. Um, if you haven't played it yet, I would just get the game and DLC bundle. That way you have everything. Um, or if you want to go the cheap route, used copies are as low as $20. Um, it does go on sale sometimes. Yeah, though for a measly $250, you can get a voucher for the DLC, a 40-page art book, and a statue of one of the bosses called the Impaler. I mean, I, in, ter- in terms of time, you probably get equal or more out of Elden Ring than the entire like Dark Souls trilogy. So it's I mean, it's, it's good value for money for sure. Oh yeah, and and like I've said a billion times on the show alone, the game is so approachable. Um, look up a couple of YouTube videos, pick out some beginner builds, and just go to town. And if you don't like the beginner build, there's probably a dozen of other builds that you can try try out and see if they're your thing, and um, just have fun. I I had such a blast with this. I I want uh, FromSoft to announce another game in this vein. I would rather they wait a while, maybe like in a decade. I really, this needs digesting time and it needs like, an, or rather than that, I need another appetite to build up for a second go or a second like game in this vein. I, 
I, I, yeah. I don't want this one yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that they did a good thing going back to Armored Core and letting Souls kind of rest a little bit. Because it seemed like we was, I mean, not just the Souls clones, but it seemed like we was getting Souls as like, what, every other year or two? Yeah. So. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, in between Bloodborne and everything, sure. Yeah. So, um, I, I think we're ready for uh, to, to go touch some grace and come <laughs> back with the round table. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. RPG backtrack where we are now getting into the round table. Uh, more personal thoughts about the game as if we haven't gotten personal enough already. Um, but like like Pascal said, we could shake something loose if I specifically ask the questions like uh, what I always ask first, which is what was you guys' favorite moment from the game? Anybody? Um, <laughs> All of it. I I just I I can't, I keep trying to think mm. of one and I can't but I'm bad at that in general so I'm going to pick like um every sort of weird thing that happens in this game from like you know um because uh, the physics can bug out and you go you know watching the the bird fall off a cliff sometimes and sometimes being able to kill you from across the map watching the the, the, the ball you've watched fall out of the sky a billion times and you're just going to run around and go in front of it and then bait it towards the thing that you want it to run into and kill. But instead, this time, it decided to come right at you and run you over. Um, and then the 40th time that you're going down into the labyrinth and the uh, hell cart is coming down the tracks and you are precisely one millimeter out of its out of out of its way so you know that you'll be safe but this time the game decided no i'm going to spawn a skeleton right behind you in a spot that it doesn't normally spot and you're going to be pushed an inch ahead and now you died this time so lol good luck um i don't know (laughs) it sounds like the worst parts of the games actually (laughs) you you actually helped me shake loose my uh favorite moment which in high at the time i was pissed as hell but then can laugh about it was when I, I was up in the snowy mountains um running around trying to uh o- open up the map and i got to the spot where the map was and went to go grab it and take off and one of those hand spiders came out of nowhere oh, like God. A, yes. up on a cliff and not only scared the shit out of me but killed me and I, I screen capped it and I sent it to Twitter and I sent it to Vaughn, my husband, and I, I could hear him laughing from upstairs because it was just like this, this hand spider, which I don't like spiders that much to yeah. begin with, but then the hand spiders are just scary as shit. You didn't even and, talk about the hand spiders. Yeah. No, the whole area that has them. Uh, this comes up a couple of areas. And this one comes up out of nowhere like a bad jump scare and is like, surprise! Like, oh, fuck! Bet you didn't think there'd be one of us up here! <laughs> and it was so funny, and I, I probably can't go back far enough in my Twitter to find that clip now because it's been two years, but that clip was so freaking funny. I need mm-hmm. to find it and save it for posterity. 
the pl- the place where I remember them from the best is that some kind of a um like some kind of lord's manor. Yeah, up, um, the, they're in Lernia. The, <laughs> they're in Lernia. Oh yeah, I I I I I know I saw them in a couple of. Pla- are you talking about the? It's it's near where that giant uh, blacksmith is. Mm-hmm. And when you're as you're riding up to it, um, the magical defenses start like hurling um like thunderbolts at you, and you have to literally ride as fast as you can to avoid the to avoid being struck by it. And when you get closer, the um the barrage kind of stops because you're you know you're within like the area of 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 defense, I guess. Um, yeah. and they're so freaky because they're like 15 fingers on a hand, and it, there's something so unnatural about that. And and it's then the scariest the, thing. And then said so the ones that cast magic wear rings and like point that ring finger at you. And oh yeah, isn't it the middle finger too? It, it very well is, I <laughs> believe so. But it might as well be because it still fucks you. Yeah, those are so freaky. Thank you for bringing that up. That's <laughs> those and the um the some kind of like a like like a dog enemy, but the head is giant size. Some kind of like a Doberman head on a regular size body. Yeah, I remember those too. Really freaky looking. Uh, Elden or FromSoft stuff loves to just do borderline body horror monsters. I found. Yeah, I mean those for sure. <laughs> um, did did you have a favorite moment, Pascal, or are you living vicariously through mine? <laughs> no, I can. I mean, honestly, we've mentioned it already, but uh. I, the fact that um, Elden Ring gave me a giant crumbling castle dungeon to explore at the uh, the very beginning of the game, right when I needed it to like get stuck in, that was you know probably still my favorite dungeon. It was it was an amazing moment, and uh, and well, I mean, but I mean, a dungeon is not a moment. That's more that's like several hours, right? So mm-hmm. if I had to pick just like one like one minute, it would be that first elevator ride down to the to the underground. Nothing in the game topped it after that. Just that reveal was insane it um it reminds me of a game i've played since then called the forgotten city which is also like roman um like architecture roman civilization ancient roman civilization lost in time underground and that's what that whole thing felt like i was like this is a different game i'm like out of time all of a sudden i'm doing this time travel underground Yeah, because I, I, you've unlocked a memory for me. I do have a runner-up moment where I, I think I, after I beat the uh, boss that gives you the mimic tier, I kind of went to the edge of where that was, where the just, just this huge, the skybox, and it's huge and it's pretty, and I just remember doing an emote of sending my character down and taking a screenshot and uh, posting that one to Twitter and being like, "Wow, this game is really beautiful." Sometimes, um, yeah, because it looks that, like space. The yeah. cave looks like outer space the wall the the ceiling of it and yeah pretty 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 great the art team outdid themselves with that whole area e- even and the it's a, and it's a lot of like bioluminescent colors and darkness and <laughs> i want to go that's the part i would replay <laughs> if i have to replay it that's what i want yeah i don't feel like i explored that underground area as thoroughly as i could have um another reason yeah. why i want to revisit the game at some point um but but, but also another another reason uh i i want to try out different builds because um, like I said, my, my favorite build was the the magic build, um, just because uh, 
and I normally don't do magic builds in games because I tend not to like to be glass cannons, but for me, it worked in this game. And I know you guys already said said some of your favorite builds, but if you could just elaborate. Elaborate why you like them. Oof. Sword and shield. Why do I like it? Um, <laughs> Tanky? Um, I don't know, because I can hide behind the shield. So I had a build for a while before it got nerfed that it was just all shield. You would double hand the shield and you would <laughs> somehow reflect things back. It was the weirdest thing ever. Um, and I loved because you'd walk really slowly around with the shield in front of you and you just put it up and like reflect everything back at the enemy and they'd all die. And it was really great until it got nerfed. Um <laughs> So, but that was definitely my favorite. It's just, it's terrible that they took it away from me. (laughs) I'm sorry. Was it too OP? Yes. You were invincible. Chris, I think you and me are making like on the couch breakthroughs here by discussing like (laughs) hiding behind the shield. And this is the only way we want to (laughs) play. We can defeat the world hiding behind our shields. Basically, I want Elden Ring to be an idle game. Oh, yeah, that's. And I mean that in both terms of idle. Either like you don't have to press any buttons or you're coaching a bunch of young teenage girls how to sing good. Either way. (laughs) Whereas I think my on the couch thing is like I like to shoot first and ask questions later, which is weirdly not how I am in real life i'm in real life i'm much more calculated you shirt first and later yeah i i don't know i, I guess it encourages me to be a bit be a bit more spontaneous which i i wish i had the mental capacity to do but don't because <laughs> you know ner- neurodivergent and all that mm-hmm. um, if i had to replay i would probably th- the right answer is i would try a magic build because it seems like it would get me through the game a little bit faster because i've already I've, I've done the deep dive. I would like to just superficially experience it if I needed to. And I've never done it before. But yeah, I also I, know that that's never going to happen. I would never actually use a magic build, I don't think. Yeah, because like I said, that that was the problem. I felt very OP at the beginning of the game and very weak at the end. And I kind of would prefer that to be the opposite. Well, we all felt weak at the end of the game. So there's that. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm <laughs> glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> The build has nothing to do with it. Yep. Um, did Did you guys have a favorite boss? And, and not just fighting necessarily. Like a fav- you could also talk like their design too. It's Millennia. Like, who else could it be? Like she's so well designed. She flies around. She goes, whoosh, 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 and then she got the big wings. And then she's like, oh, and then she kills me. <laughs> or wait, no, it's the big sorcerer lady. Who else could it be? Because she has the big circles of power, and then she goes, vroom, vroom, and they come flying at you. Got to dodge the left. No, that's probably not her. It's a uh, Riker because the Lance Rikard. I keep saying it, my name. It's not Captain Riker. He's Rikard, the Snake Man. No, I don't like him. He's ugly. Um, the uh, uh, Horlu because he jumps. I'll go um, Star Scourge Radon because his name good. is awesome. He's a good and one. He looks he looks like a mutated freak. There you go. I, I can't believe that somebody had to point out to me that he had a little bitty tiny horse. <laughs> And that lore, and as far as the lore goes, he learned gravity magic so that he could still ride his tiny little horse. And I, I appreciate that dedication. But that's not my favorite boss, even though that is one of the more memorable ones. My favorite one is Malaketh the Black Blade, because that was my boss. Not only does it do I think that that boss has one of the coolest designs, you know, of a big cat lion thing with a uh, sword for a hand. But that that particular boss was my I got this moment where I fought it and it just clicked. 
after several tries. You and it was like, I, yeah, I dropped the controller in my lap and I was like, I can't believe I pulled that off. And then right afterwards, you know, Millennia just humbled me. <laughs> I don't know if Millennia was next or not. <laughs> I just know I was humbled. Um, when Chris was talking about how you actually encounter him, uh, Malaketh, earlier in the game, if you yeah. trade in your stuff, and you, so you're absolutely right. And I remember I, I, either I knew somehow i had seen that he was going to be a boss I, you know what i probably that's right cause... that was the weird thing with him he was you were turning in these sh shards that he wanted to collect for some reason that i don't remember and if you did give him them all before you fight him in ferrum lazul whatever it's called um he would kind of say some line that says he remembers you that was your payoff for doing yeah. the side quest <laughs> i always had a, i had this weird feeling that the more shit i give him the more powerful i make him I don't think it turns out that him. way no probably not but i, I had this not. it was like this foreboding feeling because mm -hmm. his his visual design well, that's and only his if you voice. know it's coming you know and i and i and i did somehow oh. and then every time i had to go you know turn some stuff into him i had a dread in my in, in in the pit of my stomach like just listening to him growl like oh god this is going to be so bad i know it's going to be bad whenever it happens and then one one day it did happen and i got my ass handed to me but you triumphed eventually Somebody did. <laughs> Someone you invited there? Somebody triumphed, and I, as far as my PlayStation knows, I took the credit. As long as you got through it. Um, so th then um, my last question that I always ask, do you, do you guys have specific memories tied to the game um, during the t time in your life in 2022, two years Was it 2022? Ago? Yeah. I mean, I think I played it in 2023. I'm always behind a little bit anyway. Hmm. I, I sort of said mine at the beginning of the podcast that I um, kept hearing about the game and wanted to try it and then uh, bought, bought it for my birthday with um, an Amazon gift card that my mom got me. And I, I just remember kind of going back and forth with Chris uh, telling him about my various adventures and then him being like, wow, you're better at me than this. I'm like, yep. what, really? Yep. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember why you said that. It was either because I was further than you or something. I think you were just progressing really quickly and yeah. I know how much cheesing I was doing. So it just means you were just legitimate better at this game than me. <laughs> but, but I you, felt you like I, a hidden talent. I, I felt like I was kind of cheesing too, though, because I, I picked a very, yeah, but you did it mostly on your own. Right. So, yeah, that's true. You weren't cheating. You picked the class that the game offers you to choose from. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the it, classes aren't that different once you start investing points. Yeah, don't, don't they say that the classes just affect like your well, beginning okay, stats? Yeah, it's really not that important. You though. use strategies that the game made available to you. Sure. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I sort of appreciate it when games kind of have a easy mode class to cut so that you can kind of learn the game mm. um, at the beginning and then subsequent playthroughs play, play around more. But I, I felt... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I just felt really proud when Chris said that, well, you're better at me than this. So I'm like, well, I didn't mean to undermine you, but thank you. That makes me feel good. Is that proud or is that gloating? <laughs> Why not both? The uh, This game was, that's my memory about it, is talking about it with so many other people and discussing builds and what you're up to in it. How far are you and what have you played? Because like everyone was playing the damn thing so popular and and yeah. i think a lot of that had to do with the, the us saying constantly that this is the most accessible accessible souls game that they've put out yet yeah i mean it 
they made money out of this game and it kind of set the world on fire for a little while. I remember it was everywhere. I, I kind of wish that they would do that a little bit more. Every every non-Souls player was playing Elden Ring as well. Mm, I don't, I, I, this isn't like a, I don't have like a concrete memory, I guess, from the game itself, more just like a general, I don't know, a general feeling. Like I, I do play quite a few souls like so i was and and i had put this one on the back burner i was you know, like i said i played it like a year after it released or maybe half a year so i was i was ready for that evolution and i kept hearing about it and um and also it was kind of like like i said the first game i really um i really dedicated time to on my ps5 other stuff was like shorter and you know this was uh this was a big project and because i waited so long i didn't have the i didn't feel the need to like rush at any parts to keep up with everybody else i i just played it like at my own pace and it was more enjoyable that way because of it yeah, it was a, it was a it was a great time well that's good i'm glad you had a good time thanks <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like you had a better time than the game last we talked about last Look, time. And I was about to say it, an unexpectedly positive summary. No, that's cool though. Um, uh, uh, kind of off the record question, but and I may have already asked this, but are you guys going to get the DLC? I'm still undecided. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to wait for it to come out, and if like everyone's talking about it and enjoying it, then maybe. Then yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Um, because I I very very rarely do dlc in games um typically when i'm done with the game i'm kind of done with the game unless it's something that yeah uh, that either blows my shit away or is something that i've already invested in anyway like uh final fantasy i rarely play dlc at all and when i do it probably has to be around the time i play the game um like i you know like i said two and a half years after the game's release it's maybe asking a lot (laughs) to go back to it and I wasn't planning on going back to it regardless. So I don't. I think for me, there's a lot of factors speaking against it. Even if it was like all dungeons, um, I might still say no and just watch somebody play it. Uh, honestly, I think I think if I'm gonna go back to it, I'm gonna wait until maybe the game goes on sale on Steam and um, pick it up so that I can play it on my Steam Deck, like in in bed, and play it that way. Uh, that way, I can kind of you know just. Play, play it around the house or on my own terms and not necessarily be chained to the uh, couch while I'm playing it. But that that's assuming that it's going to go on sale at any point. And even then, I'm it should, prob- yeah. yeah. It, um, uh, even then, I'm I'm probably going to have to play through the game again anyway, which I already said I wanted to do at some point. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I I I almost never replay games. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Oh, fair hate, enough. Hate to say it. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> There are times that I feel guilty for replaying games because I feel like I should be playing something new, but then there's other times where it's like I kind of want to go back to something I enjoyed, you know? It, it's hard to do, especially when you work for a gaming site, and, and especially you, Pascal, since you do a lot of reviews. That, that is part of it, too. I, I have been finding time, a lot more time to play for pleasure and I, uh, that's another reason i don't necessarily want to replay such a large game i i got plenty of other games i want to experience for the first time just for my own backlog yeah i i completely understand so yep. um you're not gonna do a persona 3 playthrough anytime sooner or have you already played that are you asking me yeah be, um i've not played it ever and I, I'm, right now i'm not planning on playing the new one 
either. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be doing a unicorn overlord playthrough. That didn't look like it was for me either. That that was mostly me trying to segue into our next show, which is going to be. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> you did. No, um, that, that's what our next show is going to be, is Persona 3, which is, well, we scheduled that on purpose because of the remake coming out, which ex- is um, exposed a whole new audience to, to the game. Um, so, we're, I mean, even though it's a remake, we're pretty much talking about any older version of the game, too, because I played Persona 3 Portable, um, and I, I've said this before, and I'll probably bring this up again, I am, I am mad that the new one isn't the definitive version version of said persona 3 and i kind of think that's ridiculous um the r- rumors that the, all the extra stuff is going to be in dlc and it's like why can't you just put that mm. out with the game and the answer is because money because reasons because capitalism that is very much so <laughs> wait what's the meme going around we gotta we gotta add a add a girl to an atlas game and then re-release it yeah so yeah i think that's exactly the meme well now now the girl's dlc now the girl's DLC, so yeah, they're altering the playbook slightly enough to, uh, I mean, they're keeping it that way with uh, 5. Oh, yeah. Cause SMT 5. But. Five's adding a girl, yeah. And yeah, I broke what I said and pre-ordered it because it was like 50 <laughs> bucks. $10 off MSRP, so I'm weak. But I, um, I can change my mind on that at any time. Are you going to be? Are you going to have to wait on um, UPS for this one too? No, but I I joked <laughs> I joked with my husband that we need to wait for our vacation until June when it releases because um, we we're going to Colorado at some point this year, and I always play uh, SMT games when we go to Colorado. <laughs> um, don't don't ask. Is it Nocturne you played there last time? Yeah, yeah, last time it was Nocturne. The time before it was. Uh, uh, Devil Survivor 2, and then the time before that, it was Soul Hackers. So, um, ha- has happened like three times, which is three times more than I would expect, but still weird. But no, we're a random chance there. But no, we're probably going to Colorado in April. And <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think uh, Persona 3 Reloaded is on the Switch. So, unless I cart my um, PS5 with us, which I don't want to do, I probably would just play something else for that trip. So, there we go. Um, <laughs> but we have a we have a lot of Persona Three fans on staff. Um, I'm I'm more of a four slash five person, but it's going to be an interesting show. Uh, Guess what, Pascal? I played it. What? <laughs> Good. Didn't you play it recently? I did. I played it when we met. Uh, what is it? A year and a half ago, over the summer. Oh, that that that's what you was you was playing portable, right? I was playing I was playing portable on the road trip because I had to ship you my Vita power cord. Because <laughs> I had to give you my Vita power cord because you forgot it. Yep. So is this going to be a rare Matt appearance on the backtrack? Man, that's go. always here. Was that the point you were trying to make? That yeah. That is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. But you know what? We have David on, so it's not like we're going to get a word in edgewise. Yeah, we shall we shall see. But um, th- that being said, this has been the Elden Ring backtrack. Uh, th- thank you, Chris, for ho- hopping on. You're welcome. Um, my brother from another podcast. Um, th- thank you, Pascal, for hopping on. Uh, yes, bless the sun. <laughs> Uh, no, this is Touch Grace. Or, um, crap, I forgot what the other meme was. Nef- never mind. Um, and, and, and thank you, Matt, for uh, ha- hanging out and patiently doing Perler Beats while we rambled. Perler and like a boss. 
And thank you, listener, for hanging out with us. We shall check you again in a pair of weeks when we talk about Persona 3. Have a good rest of your week. 